GM DGENs, welcome back. GM Free Market. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am uh, amazing. I just get so amped every time that music comes on now. I was worried that it was going to be a little bit too upbeat for a morning show, but fuck it. I'm in. Gets the party going. Gets the blood pumping. You know, and now I'm just, all I want to do is talk about JPEGs. I want to talk about the 14 million percent API I'm making on these flies right now. Oh, Buying more, baby. Get out of here. What do you mean get out? What do you mean get out of here? It's a 14 million percent uh, APY right now. Don't, That's don't, sustainable. Don't you will be a trillionaire in three days. That's great. Yes. Who said it? Was, look. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. These are, <laughs> these are creature types. Yeah, I have them too. Sustainable. This is the this is the definition of sustainable. This is uh, yeah, longevity incarnate. In mm-hmm. This will save the planet. Ah, what a day yesterday. How are you feeling? Amazing. I, I was I was up till 3 a.m. last night, but it was it was all Kakodi all the time, baby. We were we were yeah, waiting wow. for for raid party because you you know how excited <clears throat> we are about this MMPORGLGBTQ that's dropping in the next day here. You know, right? Perfect. But but when it was slightly delayed and luckily we did get to mint ours before I went to uh, to bed. One of the projects you and I interviewed the other night uh, and we helped advise on Kakodi finally got some love and recognized for the great art that it is. And so I started to watch as the various uh, alpha rooms around the NFT space started to just mint that thing. Uh, something furious. Yeah, good for them. I'm very happy oh, for yeah. them. Yeah, it was, uh, out, it was a slow start. I know that the you know, a little bit of tension early on, but uh, they got brought across the finish line, and I think they've got some exciting stuff that they're going to show you as well. GM, look at all these people in here already. All 25 of you. Justin, haven't seen your name before. Maybe I missed it. Cass, GM, Lost Glitches, welcome back. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Pega, Bailey, Charles, Cass again, GM, Akon, Zug Morning to you too, my friend. Small cup of coffee and we're off. Couldn't agree more, Mr. Sandman. Hologram is uh, raving. He was a little, a little uncomfortable about the music, but I think it's growing on him. I was going to quote <clears throat> the looks price, but I didn't want to like throw you off in Canada. I know we have seven different quotes for um, rally yeah. morning. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I had to, um, I had to um, liquidate some of uh, my looks to, uh, to make sure that I was able to participate in raid party and all of the other incredible stuff going on this week. But uh, I promised myself I was going to pay it back. So we'll see if that actually happens. But um, yeah, drip GM. What else we got? Lemon me daddy. That's uh, that's all you free market. Shabs. Yeah, lemon me daddy. Hologram. Season, lemon season leather daddy. Cambo is here. Love JT. JT. Justin Timberlake. Mm. Do again. We are on Twitch. Yes. Appreciate you showing up on Twitch there for us. Ah, well, season like season three. Talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I think if you read that again, it's it's quite the opposite uh, of I don't like it's literally Kanye West announcing 
an NFT collection in the future. Read, read it again. Yes. Tell me you're not <laughs> announcing an NFT collection without telling me you are announcing an NFT. In collection. classic style. In classic Kanye style. I mean, this guy, this guy is a media savant. He's a musical genius, and you know, I, I know he's a, shall we say, a bit eccentric, but at the same and an time, avid Alphaman morning show watcher, Kanye GM to you. Every day, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't like to talk about it um, because you know we, we don't like to brag. But yeah, Kanye listens every day, and uh, yeah, shout out to Yeezy, Yeezy. Shout out to uh, well, I was gonna say shout out to Kim, but that's a sore spot. I'm sorry, Ye. I get it, man. All I saw on Instagram this morning was Kim Kardashian, a fake Kim Kardashian tweet with Kanye and uh, Pete Davidson making out, saying it's all good, guys. And bro, and bro, and you know I love you, so I'm just. I'm telling you this because I love you, but the harder you lean into it, the harder they're going to go at it. You got to ignore that shit. Don't even care. Who cares? She's with Pete Davidson. Please. <laughs> every every girl that's been with him has left the vet. This is, it's, uh, it's one of these things. You fall into a Pete Davidson phase. Who hasn't been there? So just don't, don't give it any attention. <laughs> Pete That's Davidson face. Leonardo DiCaprio also watches the GM show. Um, I don't know yeah. which one the GM show is. Yeah, Leo. You gotta get what him up? into the A show, though. What up, homie? You still owe me half that check from Sandra Pay, but I'm not gonna call you about it. What a travesty that he won the Oscar for uh, the, uh, what was that movie? The Reva. Um, In the woods with the wolves. The yeah, dog. where the only thing he said for two hours was, Ugh! Yeah, but don't you think that's an even like, like to actually express an entire movie's worth of dialogue with just grunts? That's, uh, this is acting in comedy. <laughs> it was just pure Oscar bait. Yeah. All right, let's get into crypto. We're getting sidetracked. Sure. Do the drum roll. GM Alpha Mint GM to all of those tuning in on YouTube. It is Tuesday, February 1st, the first day of February, and I am your host, R2D Gen. Joined with me, as always, by Free Market Capitalist. Hey, now. I got a little twisted up with my intro there, but we kind of made it across the finish line. Uh, yes, GM to everybody. What a day yesterday was. Holy crap. I mean, we thought the weekend was uh, was on fire. It just shows no sign of stopping uh, anytime soon. And like, and you know what? We, we sometimes talk about hitting those euphoria phases and whatnot. It kind of sometimes feels like that but at the same time there's uh there's some signs pointing to uh to to up only for for a little bit with uh with the nfts i mean we talked about it decoupling we talked about um you know moving away from crypto and kind of superseding crypto at least for the short term uh and you know hey maybe we're seeing that right now but free market how was your monday you were on a lot of spaces um, you hosted an amazing interview. The first one, I think, with uh, with Star Catchers. That was uh, really great. You and Maz crushed it. I think there was like 700 people listening at one point. You gave away some star list um, spots, and I had a great time listening. Yeah, the, I, a huge shout out to Maurice, Buble, Allison, and the whole team over there. This is a project I've been excited about for a long time. Uh, DJ Buble is the head mod at Lemons. And you know, that is, you know, one of my favorite communities ever. And I spend a lot of time there. And when he announced he was the head mod on this project and I saw it, I mean, I was instantly, instantly drawn 
to it. I, I've been relatively obsessed with it since then. And it was so great to have them on the spaces to talk about the project because everything I suspected was confirmed in a good way. The, the, one of the creators and co-founders, Maurice, was so well-spoken and brilliant and really understands this space. And people always ask me, what, what do you look for in a project to know it's an investment versus a trade or whether this is one of the ones that's going to last? And it comes down to the team. Right. They are the ability to attack, to adapt, how dedicated they are, how passionate they are. What was the genesis story? And I won't go completely into it, but just when you hear how this project came about, it was so classic Web3. You know, everybody that I work with now, everybody I met, I met through Web3. I met on the blockchain. We met in different communities. We feel often closer to each other than we do. Uh, to the people that we're seeing on a daily basis, not to demean it just the 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 genesis of this project came together basically in the doodles discord and it it was such a relatable story to me because this is how so many of the projects you know and love came about and it's very organic and it's very pure and again, huge shout out to that team. We gave away five starless spots. On that show, we gave a huge amount away to our Moon Lounge as well and Priority Pass holders. And like I said, that project is bearing down on us in a few weeks here. And I could not be more bullish and more in love. So thank you again to the Star Catchers team. What a great space is this. You're muted, my friend. If I wasn't excited about this project based on the art alone, which I was, um, the the team completely has me sold. I, I mean, all of them were well-spoken. They got it. They were excited to be sharing what they had. Uh, I mean, they were thrilled to be talking about it. Just And, and it just they, they just did an incredible job. Um, and sometimes the word community gets thrown around um, a little loosey-goosey with uh, with some of these projects. You know, we're, oh, we have 200,000 people in our community that we just invited in the Discord over the last day. Um, this is not the case. They're doing a slow drip into their Discord. They're handling things properly, and they seem like a team that's well-equipped uh, to continue building on that. You know, the, one of the last ones we saw in this regard was uh, Little Lemon Friends and uh, Alien Friends were both really good examples of that as well. Um, so I, I have some stuff pulled up to talk about them. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about what they said and where they're going, what their plans are later on in the show. But I, yeah, um, and for those of you asking, this was hosted on uh, Twitter Spaces last night. We do a lot of stuff on Twitter as well. Maz and Free Market are uh, Spaces experts, so make sure you follow them on on Twitter and uh, and get in there whenever they're in one. Um, what else did we have yesterday? I mean, Raid Party got delayed a little bit. Well, sorry, Raid Party minted at ten o'clock, uh, which was a little bit later than we thought it was going to be. Cool Pets got delayed several times and the public sale isn't going live until 5 p.m. Eastern today for 24 hours. Is that right? That would be, and that would be the allow list sale. Yes. That yeah, will yeah. be going uh, for 24 hours, as you said, starting today uh, in the afternoon, early evening. And then the public sale, which I believe is only allotted 1,900 pets at this point, will then be uh, right after that 24 hour window closes. 
Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's been some, there's been a little bit of action on the secondary. Um, I, I don't think that our over under price predict- predictions are going to hold true, especially with the launch dynamics being a little messed up. But uh, we also got that queued up. Let's talk about crypto. Crypto's also doing pretty well right now. Going to pull up CoinGecko on my screen, take a quick look at it. Uh, Bitcoin about to hit 39,000. ETH, last time I checked, was over 2,800, slightly below right now, but we're seeing some big bounce backs. Um, Solana and some of these other coins that got hit harder are also rebounding just as hard to Solana up almost 20% in a day. Uh, we were talking about maybe some of those extra depressed prices being a buy time. Um, and it seems to be holding true, uh, although we don't deal with Solana much on this show or, or in Alpha Mint. Ethereum is kind of where it's at, but 10% in a day. Normally, when the these uh, ETH goes on these tears, we see a little bit of a pullback in uh, in the volume of of uh, NFTs, but it doesn't seem to be the case this time. Uh, what do you think is going to be the signifier that that actually happens if we haven't just fully decoupled for the time being? Well, we've decoupled, and I want to shout out to a DGen Dojo member who pointed this out before that we have decoupled at the high end. Right. As we as we've talked about before, apes and punks and very high end blue chips are effectively priced in dollars. And while that may sound bad, because we've always spoken against how, you know, displaying an NFT and dollar price shocks you and, and could hurt the actual sale. When you're talking about the absolute upper echelons of this market, it's quite the opposite. In fact, I've talked before about now my target for board apes is not in Ethereum. My target for board apes is in dollars. I think they're going to get to a million dollar floor. Now, that is not as true to new buyers coming into small and medium collections. So it was pointed out to me that while the decoupling of Ethereum probably doesn't matter for the absolute upper echelon of NFT, it does matter for the small and medium collections. But I will contend this the upper end of NFT still sells, okay? That those that gigantic pile of ETH still ends up in the wallet. And right now, while Ethereum is nowhere near an all-time high, people are even more hesitant to cash it out, right? They're even more hesitant to do anything else with it but exist within the Ethereum economy. Yeah, man. I mean, I I need ETH to live. I don't want to sell this shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel good about it. I'm like, fuck, I got to pay some bills. (laughs) And the only thing to do in the Ethereum economy right now is buy NFTs. So while traditionally, I do believe that, especially as a transient effect, and we know that FMC believes that long term, the price of Ethereum does not matter as most collectors do think in Ethereum terms. But uh, I do believe that in this specific moment we're in, as new money is flooding into this market as NFTs become a thing, okay, because that is that is what is happening right now. And every time we think something can't go higher and it takes another leg higher, it's specifically because that new money is coming into the market. So I believe that the effect of new money coming in is superseding the normal transient effects we see of Ethereum rallying a lot. But let's also put this into context. We fell from 40 500 
dollars per ETH. And now we're sitting at around 2,800. We had gotten down to 23. So I really don't think even that traditional correlation that people oft spout uh, comes into play, even till we get to maybe that 33, 3,500 level. And it's not happening very quickly, right? In, in crypto land and in crypto terms, this is actually a relatively controlled rise. We didn't see some dramatic V-bounce off of the bottom. And the reason we tend to see volume leave the NFT market is just because money is rotating to where it's hot next. And when Ethereum rises very quickly and very violently, that spurs on that rotation. But when it's very, very... And is that people um, looking to get into Ethereum and then the shit coins? Is that kind it, of that? Usually, yeah, because all coins usually follow, right? That's, yeah. That tends to be, it's more that you see Ethereum rallying like that, you tend to want to be in the coins. Plus, of course, since it is just a a very popular correlation, now whether correlation is causation is the argument I get into every day, but it is a very popular correlation. People do sell also, with the idea that they'll be able to buy more NFTs with the ETH, because if ETH goes up, NFTs will go down in ETH terms. And in a short-term effect, that is usually true. But I think we're rising in such a measured way right now. And again, the flood of new money coming into the market is going to supersede, I believe, any of the traditional correlations we're used to right now. Yeah, I mean... I'm seeing some interesting correlations. This is a totally unprompted conversation, but you mentioned Bored Apes and the, the floor that it gets to. I just realized I haven't checked in on it since they hit the 100 ETH mark. It is now at a 117 ETH floor, um, and you are uh, you are f- fast approaching being 100% correct about that 125 ETH floor, um, which you kind of said early or late last year um, to hit before the Super Bowl, which is just an incredible idea. Um but you talk about money rotating, right? And, um, you know, ETH kind of being the, the one that leads the charge in the, the DeFi and the shitcoin ecosystem. Uh, ETH goes up. All of a sudden, people take their their gains. They flip it into, you know, some of the altcoins and try and chase some extra profits before flipping back into ETH. Um, I wonder if, you know, Bored Apes is kind of leading the charge like ETH is for nfts right like you have this big influx of cash from celebrities we just saw m&m spend you know um we just saw bieber spend 1.3 million dollars 500 eth on a board ape um lots and lots and lots of new money coming into this post malone bought a couple of them uh gwyneth paltrow the list goes on and on and on that's a lot of new eth coming in this floor is up there's been a lot of people that have been holding these for a long time that say maybe now is the time that you know i i peel one or two of my board apes off or you know maybe even exit the club that's a tough decision for people all of a sudden they're sitting in their metamask with 100 200 500 eth that they didn't have before it's likely a large portion of their portfolio and now what do they start doing they start looking for the next big thing right so now we see cool cats going up we see azuki going up we see clone they are transferring that wealth that they created from Bored Apes into these prospective blue chip projects that they think if they hold them for long enough, they're going to be able to flip for another 100 ETH. Could be the case. Well, what happens is that anybody that bought a Clonex for 0.0 or point point how much was it for pre-sale? 0.05 or even 2 ETH on the, uh, on the public sale is now looking at a 20 ETH sale that they could potentially potentially buy smaller projects and then redistribute. You get that ripple effect just based on one, you know, 500 ETH purchase from uh, Justin Bieber. 
I think we're seeing a lot of that right now. And I think that that's, that's that ripple effect downwards. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I just think that especially into the Super Bowl and I'm very cognizant of traditional market mechanics. And, you know, if everybody knows something is going to happen, it tends to be sell the news on the event. I don't think anyone quite knows what's going to happen yet. And again, what we know in the NFT world really doesn't matter right now because it's the people who are going about their daily lives right now. They probably hear the word NFT once a month and smile or not even think about it. And they're going to sit down on Sunday and just be inundated with digital collectibles. We found out yesterday Adam Bomb Squad made a deal with the NFL and is going to be involved in the Super Bowl in some way. We found out Nouns Glasses, this brought a fucking tear to my eye, are going to be featured in the Super Bowl in some way. This Super Bowl is going from maybe they're going to shout out NFTs at the halftime show to the absolute theme of the entire production. And I'm not, I really don't know if we know the effect that could come from something like that. I'm almost more scared of getting too cautious into an event like that than being too bullish. I mean, I really don't know. Um, You know, it's, it's pretty it when I think about the possibilities, it's incredible. I want to be measured and I, you know, we're going to play things out as they unfold. But right now the runway looks pretty clear to the moon. Yeah, it's really hard to, you know, a lot of times when we start getting this like big, big run up, you 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 get worried that this is, you know, unsustainable and, and maybe you should start pulling in some liquidity just to, for the inevitable uh, pullback. But like you said, I mean, there's so much leading up to the next two weeks in the NFT world. And the Super Bowl halftime show is almost pure speculation, I would say, but, you know, as free market said, like, it, it just feels like the stars are aligned, you know, no pun intended um, for this to be something. And, and it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to not be in NFTs and participating in that action. If you really, really believe that that's coming. Right. Um, and, and we, we see what a influx of cash can do, but um, you know, if all of a sudden, 500,000 people that watch the Super Bowl all of a sudden, you know, are interested in NFTs and they're looking to get into it. And they maybe they have a, a stimmy check or, a, a, you know, a couple thousand extra dollars that they want to just play around with or something like that is a large amount of money when you start a- applying it over, a, um, you know, a, a relatively small percentage of people, even just in the United States, let alone the world. Um, so, I, yeah, it's hard to say that this is uh, this is even close to being done. I have no idea. Yeah. So I want uh, to also just answer Nico really quick. And I'll be honest, I almost didn't know if your question was a joke when you said, what do you guys think of the ETH 2.0 delay? And I'll be honest, I'll be honest with you. I don't think ETH 2.0 matters a shit. I don't think that sharding is going to reduce fees on L1 so much that all of a sudden we go, who needs Polygon? I think the real the real way Ethereum is going to scale up is with L2s. And while sharding and Ethereum 2.0 will improve certain things on L1, if anybody's ever expecting, you know, 
L2 like fees on L1, it's never happening. So that, you know, I, it doesn't really matter in my opinion. I, I don't think Ethereum is broken. I, I don't think it needs fixing. I'm happy that they're iterating and making it better. But at the same time, I think L2s are our path to Valhalla and they are getting us there as we speak. Yeah, I mean, even if you listen to uh, Vitalik speak about uh, scaling ETH and the fees and stuff like that, uh, you know, he'll say uh, proof of stake will make a big difference. But, you know, the future of almost all crypto is these L2s sitting on top of L1s and making them um, easier and faster to use for everyday things. Right. So uh, I also just wanted to say um, I've been hearing about the ETH 2.0 delay since I got into crypto in 2017. So, I mean. (laughs) just i guess at this point not surprising like it it is what it is it'll be ready when it's ready um i'm happy that they're not forcing something out that's not ready you know a lot is riding on this and a lot more is riding on it now than even in 20 2017 2018 right so do it right do it properly we'll get there nothing there's no um there's no immediate or um immediate need to to be there right this moment and they will and eth 2.0 is coming and it will provide improvements uh but you know again it really it doesn't matter all of crypto is nfts right now there is no other viable use case and if you look at the nft market it's doing just fine what does it need yeah cell phones were doing just fine before the iphone came out right like Just do it. It will come. It's coming. It will. Exactly. And there's going to be great improvements. We will laud them and it will all be great stuff. Does it need anything right now? I don't think it needs shit all. I think it's doing just fine. For sure. Um, let's get through the news. This was a, a good little riff um, on coming from the crypto market, but uh, a couple of uh, cool news articles I saw. We can just kind of fly through this unless uh, you got any in-depth talk. Uh, former Disney CEO Bob Iger predicts NFT explosion. Bob Iger sees extraordinary possibilities for NFTs, but called out OpenSea for the levels of copyright infringement in, uh, in NFTs sold on its marketplace. This is definitely coming from the former Disney CEO. CEO. I totally get that. Uh, if you go on and read a little bit more into the article, he talks about Disney and the metaverse. Um, I started thinking about that. And obviously, we've talked about Disney on VV chain and, and doing some drops and all of that great, great stuff. Uh, Disney is like a prime candidate for like its own kind of metaverse existence. I mean, you think about Disney World, Disneyland, all of these um in real life theme parks and, and experiences that they have is, and I, I could totally just imagine like an actual Disney metaverse where you get to run around in VR um, and, you know, you star Wars and, you know, all of the, the old Disney movies and, and all of that, those the Marvel IP, like there's an incredible amount they could do with this. Um, you know, Bob Iger, is, uh, Iger isn't the uh, CEO anymore, but uh, he was a, a pretty, pretty uh visionary ceo that led disney to some some pretty incredible growth over the time that he was there and i I think that this is a pretty bullish sign that someone like this is uh validating there are a few people that i respect and look up to more in the world of business than bob Iger. uh steve jobs was one of them if you understood what bob Iger took in disney when he got there and what he turned it into I know Disney's been around for so long that even when they go through bad periods and come out of it, it's almost a foregone conclusion it's going to happen. But if you knew how far gone Disney was at one point and how lost they were 
in the products they were putting out and the turnaround that Bob Iger engineered. He's masterful. He's brilliant. And, you know, seeing this makes me very happy. Again, I've always looked up to the guy. I followed his career very closely and he's right. I don't, um, I don't read a lot just with the time that we spend reading on on the the computer about NFTs and stuff like that. But, um, I do need to pick up his, his, uh, autobiography that he wrote because apparently it's incredible. He's a business genius. Uh, he's, he's just, you know, he's somebody whose perspective will help improve the way you look at, you know, organizing systems in your life and, and, and being um, being risky in the right ways, it's uh, he put on a masterclass in that. So definitely read whatever you can about Bobby Iger. So I want you to uh, just take a, a step back for a second and um, remove as much of it as you can, the love that you have for Steve Jobs and Apple. How do you think that Steve Jobs would actually feel about NFTs? Well, Not how would you want him to feel? Obviously. No, no, I agree with you. I think so. It, it would be very, I don't know how he would actually feel. I think in public, he would be very against them to an extent. I think that Steve Jobs was a master marketer and he under he would basically put down a product or an idea until Apple figured out how to do it the way they wanted to do it. And then all of a sudden, a stylus made sense, except it was called Apple Pencil. And all of a sudden, a large screen made sense before, even though he said they had tested every screen size and given the human width of the finger, it just didn't work. He had an explanation. This is what he did. Yet, He was very rigid and firm in public because what sells better than anything is an opinion. It doesn't even matter if people agree or disagree with your opinion, right? It's about causing emotion. We know this with FUD and FOMO. Cause an emotion, okay, and you tend to compel people to do something. Now, I think that behind closed doors, Steve Jobs was a very, very open-minded person. And if you understood what Apple was building, and testing and attempting behind closed doors versus the stance that they take in public. It was always very stark. So I think that he would have been watching Web3 and the metaverse and NFTs with great interest, trying to figure out how Apple fit into that place. But in public, I could have certainly seen him being very anti it um, or against it. Yeah, I mean, I, I always just get the impression, and I, I, I think Steve Jobs was brilliant, but uh, you know, unless it was his idea, he, he wouldn't be that publicly bullish on it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting conversation for sure. But uh, uh, Bob Iger, uh, Iger, looking towards NFTs is uh, is pretty pretty dope. Um, quick one: cryptoization poses risks for emerging markets. IMF counselor. Emerging markets are facing immediate and acute risks as a result of crypto potentially replacing traditional currencies, the IMF warned. I mean, if this just doesn't scream like old school, um, you know, institution worried about the, 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 power that, uh, you know, or at least the um, agency that you have over your own money possess, uh, poses, then uh, I, I don't know what does. It's um, again, this is just uh, a bunch of old, old money saying, please don't please stop. It's going to be so bad. The IMF, the WEF and the BOE do not like the crypto. Mm-mm. 
I always just like pulling it up because it just makes me feel even more bullish. Um, a little bit of talk about Kanye West. He basically just said, stop asking me to do NFTs. Ask me later. Um, I don't know if this is just him saying, I'm busy right now, but I'll get back to you. Kanye says he's getting lots of requests to create an NFT. His answer is no for now. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, look, if uh, if Kanye bought NFTs, it would be a huge sign. That would definitely be one of the uh, the artists you'd look for. But if Kanye made an NFT, I mean, you could just assume that that thing is going to the moon. Yeah, I think that this is an obvious statement that he's getting into NFTs. I don't even think yeah. it, well, they, what, this isn't a statement against NFTs. Read it very close. There was no reason to put this statement out. The only reason he put this statement out was for the last line. Yeah. My focus is on building real products in the real world, real food, real clothes, real shelter. Do not ask me to do a fucking NFT. Yay. Ask me later. <laughs> and so, yeah, there, you that, go. I, there was no reason to put out that statement. Right. Zero. If there were people asking him in his private life, he wouldn't even respond. He would have the people who work for him tell them no. He would just be, he'd tell one person, you tell everyone no, and that'd be it. He'd never have to speak about it again. He put a public, ignore he it, put a just public, right. He put a public post out and a public statement. And the only three lines on that thing that matter are NFT, ye, ask me later. The stuff above <laughs> it me, literally means nothing. Just, just cut like, it off. Just, cut, just right, do NFT, right ye, ask me later. That's it. That was the statement. We'll just clip that and make a news article. Right. Kanye says he's going to do an NFT Yet later. Every single news organization will take the bait and they're taking it on purpose because this is because Kanye is a PR genius and media is, you know, a PR machine. And they're all going to play into it because hype and controversy sell. Kanye is a PR genius for sure. Uh, I mean, he is the epitome of uh, uh there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Like just as I long can, as people are talking about you, as long as you're in their thought process, it doesn't matter if they're saying it's good or bad. As long as you're there, you are in. Guess what? I'll speculate and tell you what the first Kanye West NFT is going to be. And I bet you hologram agrees and knows exactly what I'm going to say. It's going to be the Tezos gap threads. There's going to be then I, I speculate that on the next drop or the drop after, it will be one of Yeezy's fashion items. It may even be how they debut the Yeezy line through the Gap product. Isn't isn't Yeezy like the shoes through Yeezy Adidas? Yeezy are though? his shoes, and now Adidas? Gap through yes. Adidas. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that there's a more obvious connection directly to like the Board Ape brand? Possible. Like that's Possible. where my mind would immediately go personally. Yeah, it's possible. But I, I mean, I know that he has the, the deal with the gap and gaps moving in. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I wouldn't put my my thought process anywhere above yours or anything that but just like talking. And no, that's that, like when you said it, my mind immediately went, oh, yeah, Adidas. But, yeah, it yeah. could that, that could be true. Also, that could be true. Also. I'm not, yeah, I'm, holog- I'm not saying no to that. It's just, I don't own that one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hologram says gap too. Tell me you own uh, gap. And yeah. without telling me um, last one. I got to buy that Adidas one. This might not mean a lot if you uh, aren't into gaming. Um, but uh, 
Game Studio shuns Worms Maker Team 17 over Ethereum NFT plans. Uh, if you've played games for any amount of time, you probably remember the Worms franchise, which is like a little uh, 2D side-scrolling game where uh, two teams of worms kind of fire weapons at each other, blow up the landscape. And uh, it was actually pretty fun. I haven't played it in a long time. Uh, but I guess the plans is that they're making an NFT-based game, which could be pretty cool. Don't know how it would work. But uh, yeah, other game studios are basically just denouncing them, saying, uh, we'll never work with this uh, team or whatever. And I'm sure Team 17 is saying, well, fine, fuck you too then. Um it is what it is, but I do just laugh every time I see all of these other game studios just be like, oh, no, like, let's think about what these game studios have at stake. You buy uh, a cosmetic item from Fortnite. Guess what? They still own the cosmetic item, right? You've given them money and you have no agency over the ownership of that uh, piece of, of gear. You can't transfer it. You can't sell it. The only way that you can recoup some of your costs is to actually sell the full account, which means that everything else that you bought with it is going with it. And it is against their terms of service, which means that they can block the account if they find out that you've done it. Um, so, you know, every time I see a game studio go gasp, not NFTs, I mean, you just got to remember they are protecting their own interests at hand. And, um, you know, to that I say, yeah. deal with it. Have you had, uh, are you familiar with worms at all free market? I am not familiar with the worms franchise. I don't know the game at all. I am familiar with traditional web two studios getting antsy that, uh, the newer, more talented gaming teams are moving towards web three because it's a much better situation for all involved. Unless you are a well-established entity whose status quo is being threatened. We at Agro Crab, I don't even know what Agro Crab is. Condemned Team 17. Agro Crab! <laughs> yeah, that's probably how they say it. Decision to produce and engage with NFTs. We believe NFTs cannot be environmentally friendly or useful and are really just an overall fucking grift. Please do not harass employees at Team 17 or the devs under their umbrella as this decision seems to have taken everyone off guard and likely came from the very top. Needless to say, we will not be working with them on further titles and encourage other indie developers to do the same unless this decision is reversed. I fucking hate it here. Adios. See ya. Bye. They, they, yeah. yeah. They're not going to make it. They can't be in the, environmentally friendly. I fucking... Oh, God. I, I hate that narrative with a passion, but let them say it. I, don't, I really don't care. Um, did we already talk about Eternal Elves? No, but we're going to um, at least touch on it for sure because it minted out in a hurry and is doing pretty well. Uh, WGMI, lots of green. Uh, I only bring this up because there's a couple projects that really caught my eye. Didn't even see this going down yesterday, but Boss Beauties is absolutely killing it. Um, this is on the back of, I think, Crypto Chicks and World of Women doing really well. But it is up to a 3.3 ETH floor on some pretty incredible volume. Um, if anybody has some context, if there was more news that I missed out on, let me know. But I mean, the volume on this project has just been absolutely massive over the last two weeks since that kind of you know meta kicked off. 3.3 uh, ETH floor is really just going in line with everything else that's mooning. It's just, it's absolutely wild. Um, there's a... Uh, you know, I saw I saw a little bit of hype about it on Twitter. I don't know if you caught anything, but um, yeah, no, I, mean, I don't understand these projects. I don't. They look yeah, similar it, to World of Women to me. That's what I was going to say. 
the art is not like striking to me. I, I don't, I don't get these projects at the same time. It doesn't matter because they're sitting at $10,000 for JPEG. Ah, that makes sense. Thank you for commenting. Uh, Nick and JRP boss beauty signed with rolling stones for the super bowl. There we go. I guess and again, uh, I, I knew, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to mention that news bit. I knew that it happened. I still don't get it. I feel like there's such great art out there there's such like next level stuff that these don't uh well well, now that i'm seeing this well-made video i can't uh, say these things feel bad do you think that they look better on the on the wall a little bit there maybe i think (laughs) they look better as physical paintings yeah yeah i was gonna say i I was i was gonna agree with you i clicked on the website and i was like huh on canvas these actually uh look pretty good you know here's the problem Right. When you when you shrink something down to a JPEG and do it digitally and it's this style, it looks cut and paste. Right. It looks like you took like existing assets and pasted them together. I think when you see someone paint this, it's a completely different vibe that this is. um, And, you know, this is not crazy vector art or whatever. I mean, I I don't want to say it's basic. Somebody probably put a lot of time and energy into doing it. But, um, you know, I I agree personally as NFTs, there are better projects out there. And I, I, you know, I think they'll they'll get their time too. But yeah, looking at this video, I was like, oh, okay. I'm kind of seeing it now. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off if you had more on that thought. No, I didn't. I mean, they look they look very nice. And I'm sure anybody in that project is going to make a hell of a bag while also feeling empowered. Yes. Um, I'm boss beauties also collab with Marvel. Yeah. Okay. So they've, they've, this is a, a, a team that's, uh, I guess, putting their partnerships in the, in a line and doing well for themselves. So good for the holders too. Oh, congrats to them. I mean, a three floors is huge and it's, uh, it's up, um, from a 0.2 floor 30 days ago. Holy is shit. It 10K? So, hmm? Is it 10K? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, yeah. 10 K. Yep. Yep. So Remember, cool. you remember, you remember back in the day when 10K was a large supply? <laughs> I, get I off remember. My, get off I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Um, Women and Weapons doing well. Adam Bomb Squad, you uh, you mentioned is uh, is partnered up with uh, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, some subcast some capacity i was kind of doing something while you're talking about that i apologize but lots of green lots of big numbers here um some big numbers on the uh 30 day change too so uh-huh. phantom bear has actually fallen down quite a bit that was up to what 70th for a little bit yeah i saw someone i, I don't remember like sneaky ninja or something buy one in the in the whale watching but yeah that had its hype cycle yeah, it had its hype cycle for sure. Um, okay, next thing I wanted to talk about was, um, well, actually a couple of floors that ripped. We don't need to go in depth on them because we've talked about them a lot. Uh, Goss Ape Girl, a project that we worked with. Um, uh, going down a little bit here, 0.43 floor. Uh, I'll refresh it, but the last I checked, that was very thin. It was up to almost 0.7 yesterday, just on some incredible, completely organic volume. Um, and uh, and they're doing a great job over there. Again, love the art. Uh Cool Man's Universe did really well too. It did briefly kind of flirt with a two ETH floor. Um, and it just seems like, you know, one ETH at this point is, um, you know, with with a little bit of momentum uh, is is totally achievable now. We used to think of that as some kind of like high watermark as the first leg of a, you know, a, a, the beginning of a really great project. And now it just, it seems programmed for anything that's half decent quality, honestly. 
Yep. It's that type of market. Rising tides is lifting all boats to levels that even for, you know, good projects, they could get during the bear, maybe they'd get to 0.3, 0.4, and then they would just fall off. I mean, now that range has certainly gone up and and good projects will get to that one, 1.5 area before they cool off from their hype cycles. And, you know, we're, we're in that type of atmosphere. And quite frankly, gossips is special. I mean, this art, I can't even, we want to talk about boss beauties versus gossips, right? Like every single person that I, every single lady that I have showed gossips to has identified with them, has liked them, had said, oh, these are the ones I want to buy, right? And I am not saying that in any other capacity, but it is true. And that is why I think this collection is doing so well. I am starting to see them pop up in the pictures of, not influencers, but NFT people with large followings that I have followed for a long time because they like these. I think that these are going to do very, very well over the the long term. And I think they have some very, very interesting things coming too. So this is, this is very, we are so, we say it a lot. We're so proud of that team. They have executed on a high level. Shout out to Zay, shout out to Ynet. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I guess if you want to say, like, full disclosure, NFA, all that stuff, like, you know, we we definitely both minted these and uh, participated. I actually just sold my first one yesterday into that pump just to, to make sure that my cost basis was completely covered, which I did. Um, you know, I didn't uh, didn't quite do it happily, but there's so much stuff going on that I wanted to free up a little bit of liquidity. But honestly, I think the rest of them are, are going to be somewhat long holds for me. Maybe, you know, further down the road, if they really start to rip, you, you know, you, you start to take some profits just to make sure you lock it in. But uh, but I, I mean, I'm so bullish for this project in the long term. And, you know, the team was, was great. Um Next, uh, next up, I had the Azuki and Clonex. Now, we we mentioned this. Was it yesterday or Friday? Uh, we talked about, you know, which would hit the 10 ETH floor. I like, I don't even know. It's crazy how time um, happens. I guess it was yesterday, wasn't it? That's right. Because Azuki was at 9 ETH and uh, Clonex was at 16, 17 ETH. And we were saying, you know, uh, Clonex beat beat it to 10 ETH um, and it might actually hit 20 before Azuki hits 10. Like, and now the race is back on to 20 ETH. Uh, Azuki just flew to 16 ETH floor overnight. I actually had to refresh this a couple times because I thought OpenSea was bugging out on me and I checked the activity tab and lo, lo and behold, we are firmly above 15 ETH floor. Clonex slowed down a little bit, but uh, hard to even call it that when it's sitting at an almost 17 ETH floor here. Just really incredible. These two projects um the run that they've been on azuki is this cycle's oni or on one for people who need to search it and aren't familiar and it will follow a similar path you think that there's going to be a a big uh, downturn for them huge huge they'll they'll fall they'll fall back to three or four oh wow I don't, did Oni take this trajectory though? I, I don't yeah. remember Oni. Uh, oh yeah, and Baroque just Baroque bought them it. at Baroque bought them at eight ETH. I mean, these guys were going to change the game, mixing media and blah blah. blah. This is this is classic Oni. And right now, everyone is so high on this hype cycle, they can't see it. It's changing the game. Everyone's changing their PFPs to it. Well, I guess you guys were in here for. Oni or ON1 or whatever the hell that project wanted to be called. Now, I don't think Azuki's ever going to zero 
like oh, like Oni or ON1. And I don't think that this team is not dedicated. I think this team is, is next level. These are going to four ETH. So I would change these into something else uh, quite, quite quick. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to disagree with that, but I mean, Rips is saying there has to be a huge drop off. It ran up way too fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's they're going to get plugged. People they're are going to start taking profits for sure. And the volume, I would assume, has to dry up. But again, going back to this market and how crazy it was, is I would never have thought it would be here in the first place. I, you know, I would have thought it would have been a couple of months before Azuki hit 10 ETH. I, I figured that this project and the team and the quality that they were putting out was going to be good enough to get it there eventually. But when I say eventually, I mean three months, six months, a year. I didn't think it was going to be the next week. Um, and now not only have we crossed that 10 ETH threshold, I mean, they're actively selling um, in like with volume. At 15 ETH, like if you listed one of these up at 15 ETH, it's going to get snapped up immediately. So it's, anybody it's, holding it's a floor to see that this is even possible. Yeah, go ahead. Anybody holding a floor, Zuki at 17 ETH needs their head checked. You take that 17 ETH and run for the hills. You're risking 17 for three right now. I mean that. Yeah, I, that's fair. I, you I, especially again, if this has be you know grown into a huge portion of your portfolio, right? Like if you would say your whole portfolio is valued at ten ETH, and then all of a sudden this one JPEG runs up to seventeen ETH, like I, I don't know. I mean, that's they're not worth seventeen, guys. It's a nice JPEG. It's not worth seventeen. Yeah, I mean. I get. I, I, you could go to Clonex and you know say that like this one is well, that's uh, on a bid, but uh, you know some of these floors aren't worth seventeen either. But, Guys, um, Clonex are worth. You gotta understand. <laughs> I, I don't, how many times do I have to talk about what artifact is before Nike fucking pays them and everyone just throws in the towel? This is not comparable to Azuki okay, on so any fucking level. I agree. I agree. And this comparison is really just because they're taking the same kind of run up at the same time with you know. Um, I want to say similar kinds of art, but not really. Um, but <laughs> there he goes. I, I just if if you took the Nike uh, situation out of the equation, um, do you think that Clonex is where it is right now? Probably not. No, and that's fair. I know. I know that we're we're trying to talk about something that just doesn't exist. Nike is in the equation; and it exists. But like, I just you know. That's that that would be my my feeling, uh, but it is a reality. So it's kind of a stupid question in general. Everything I've said is NFA. And if you sell your Azuki at 17 and it runs to 35, I don't want to hear any tweets at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my pure, unadulterated opinion. I am I'm here to opine. But yeah, you know, what? I mean, we, we don't normally like say it. I guess you're supposed to explicitly say like not financial advice and blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah, I mean, we're talking about our opinions um, and, you know, our opinions don't necessarily apply to this is my gut. trading now. But yeah, I mean, and in the last ignore. three years, I have been wrong three times. So, you know, let's not uh, let's not assume. Yes. No, no assumptions there. Um, love the rips. Yeah, that's a good name. Any ideas what's going on uh, on what Azuki is going to collab with? I'm actually under the impression that Azuki is trying to make their own brand around this project. Um, and rather than relying on partnerships, kind of become their own, you know, um, metaverse kind of branding. And I'm sure you'll start to see some physicals coming out of them as well. Uh, coming out of them. Yeah, that's I, I, look, I, <laughs> I, I want to end all this too with saying I love this project. I yes, love the art. Yeah. Next level. I, I couldn't and believe be, me, if free market didn't, you would know it. And yeah, I would yeah, say yeah, it too. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no question. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm just trying to analyze <clears throat> the short hold on, <clears throat> the short term Ethereum price cycle. That's all I'm trying to look at right now. And it just seems a little too much too quick with all, you know, tides lifting all boats in relation to apes being at 125 and all of that money basically pouring down into everything else. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Justin Vine is asking, um, would you, uh, you FMC flip a lemon if you had 10 into a Goss Ape girl? I mean, are you just talking about a straight one-to-one trade? They're around the same floor. I would assume so. Um, Diversification is never a bad thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, if you're asking me which project I'm more bullish on, I would just point you to my Twitter. Yeah, it's it's easy to see the answer to that. But I would say if you have like zero gossip girl and you have 10 lemons, um, having a little bit of exposure to both is never going to be a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Like I, if if you wanted a gossip, I, I don't think you need 10 lemons and, you know, nine lemons and one gossip or eight lemons and two gossips. And that ratio should be probably, you know, how you personally how bullish you personally feel on both of them. Right. Like sit down, do some not napkin math, but some like mental math and just say, like, do I think um lemons and gossip girl have a 50 50 shot of uh both mooning like then maybe you should own 50 percent uh you know five of one five of the other if you think lemons has a eight out of ten shot and gossip doesn't like then you know balance your portfolio in that that respect i would say you know if you think that gossip is never going to moon and lemons are going to the moon but you're just you know you just want one like then keep all your lemons it it is what it is right So, um, but yeah, thank you for the question. I appreciate that. Zipsy going crazy. I haven't even looked at that in a little bit. Um, okay. So Man, I think about- I had this whitelist and ignored it too. So Zipsy? That's, that's a little cope for me this morning. Yeah. You know, and I know okay. I, I miss certain metas cause I just don't care. And I just, you know, this meta is missing me a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. I have a certain style, like star catchers. Like that's just, a, you know, it's a style that speaks to me. These look like boss beauties. These look like world of women. Like it's the same project three times. What am I supposed to do? So like, I, I you know, again, I think everyone who owns these is a goddamn sharp and you were brilliant for getting into these things. These are, these, these are better cooks than anything I've participated in recently. But, uh, you know, it's everyone has their wheelhouse and we could only watch so much. And I remember I got, Zipsy, I think through, um, what's it called? Through uh, Kaiju. Yeah, I think I got it through the Kaiju Kings, but I ignored it. People were telling me it was the tits too. And I was, Shit, this is pre-reveal. It's up to 4.3 yeah. ETH. That's pretty cool. No, I will you know say this. Well, no, go ahead. R2. No, I was going to say, you know what I hate about this project is that this banner, I feel like it's like Art Chicks PFP looking at me. Or, or uh, no, sorry. The the videos that she put out when there was some speculation that she was that, what her Tanner Golding or whatever the name was, um, which I guess Tanner ended up being the pseudonym, but she had this like video where she was like very like masked up, sunglasses on. And like, I, I was just like, oh, this is like Art Chicks there at me i like that banner what do yeah. i need hope what do i need? do i need shop or do i need hope what do i need shop. hope for i'm trying to think what did i say anything negative bob hope. did i need hope i need I to smoke know. some hopium i feel like i've been too bullish this show <laughs> Let's talk about some of the shit that went down yesterday. I guess at this point was um, we'll do a little recap of the uh, the turn of events that happened. Um, oh my god, flies is five dollars and thirty two cents. 
Do you remember focus, I was man. telling? Focus, no, man. I don't want to focus. No, no, that happened that. yesterday, you're actually. Right. Talk, no, talk about flies. Yeah, no, no. Well, do this you remember great. I was telling you right before the show I wanted to eight more at two bucks? It's almost six right now. You did this say that, insane. yes. Uh, I've been buying more over the last couple of days. Uh, look, there's not a lot of volume there. The I mean, last this is days. Something. It launched 12 hours ago. Yes, I bought twice yesterday. I bought once this morning, and I almost uh, made another buy some, like, right before. Sale? The, huh? No, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, I, I know. No, um, no, no. I've been, I've been, I've been buying. I. I I am te- I think this thing's going to a thousand. Remember where Ohm was before it crashed? Ohm was a thousand bucks, right? Ohm was a thousand bucks. No, was it? Yeah. I actually never paid attention. To yeah, Ohm, Ohm was a thousand dollars. It crashed to like eighty. I don't know where it is right now, but I expect flies to go to a thousand dollars. That's a mere two hundred x from here. I'm here for it. I live for it. Okay, so let, let's talk about flies because this is um, we we spoke with the creator of Creature Toads who is spearheading this project. Um, Creature Toads, uh, the gentleman named Semper, uh, and so basically, if you were holding Creature Toads or a myriad of other profile picture projects, um, you got. Uh, a certain allocation of the flies token. I believe for every creature toads that you held, you got 50. Um, and then it kind of scaled down from there. If you had, well, any, there were like, galactic apes. I think you got uh, 10 of each. all other collections, all other collections. And there were, I believe 13 total got 10 flies per NFT you own. So I have four kaijus. I got 40 more for my kaijus. And then the other number was baby toads got a very small multiplier, 52 for each baby toad. Oh, right. Baby toads was the other one that was up there. Yeah, Yeah, but it was a very small difference. It was essentially 50 for each toad from your crypto, uh, from your creature toads collection. And then 10 if you had eligible NFTs from any of the other ones. Yeah, so this is. Um, do you want to explain what the fly flies is, and uh, yeah, so, you know, why why you're so bullish on it? Right now, flies is an ohm fork created by Semper, who is the person who conceived the Creature Toads project. Right, and it is an ohm fork. So if you've ever seen the three comma three meme, that is what ohm is. And ohm is essentially a and I don't understand these things too in depth, but Ohm is a rebasing bonding mechanism and staking farm in which the point is to stay staked and then every set amount of time, and I believe it's every uh, seven and a half hours or, or, or about, you get a yield that is of coin. So at, just as an example, on one of my accounts, I have 23 flies as my potential yield on 2,169 that I have staked. And then it's added in those seven hours. So it's the compounding effect of constantly adding more, just like looks, right? Looks automatically adds the looks that you're adding back into it. So it's this idea of compounding staking, Um, And it's based on this NFT project, Creature Toads. So they finally launched their Swamp DAO. I don't want to go too in-depth into it because I think Semper can speak a lot better on it. But if you do have any of the eligible NFTs, go to swampdao.finance. And of course... As with all these airdrops, you have to look at the price of flies and see if it's worth it for you to claim it. Now, if you're long-term minded... 
you can claim it at whatever price it is, even if you're spending a little money to do so, and then you stake it and you have your long-term position. If you're looking to dump this and just take the free money quickly, you probably want to wait until the flyer's price is kind of where it is right now at $4, uh, where it's maybe slightly profitable for people who actually have a decent amount to go and take it and dump it, of which four accounts just did into that most recent pop. It's very low liquid. Right now, there is about 200 and, haven't refreshed it, $245,000 in TVD, total value deposited. So this is a long-term play on what I believe was the missing element with the Ohm fork, and that was community. We saw how they had maybe one of the best memes in all of crypto with this three comma three, because it took over everything. And now in NFT projects, you know, it could be lemon comma lemon, or if you're in some new coin, it could be SOS comma SOS. And it just became the meme that basically indicated I'm on this team, right? This is the team that I'm on. And we know that there is no better community builder than art. That's why NFTs are working. That's why they are a cultural revolution because nothing bonds people together more than art. And that is why Creature Toads, even after their hype cycle and after the project felt left for dead, persists and exists. And it's because of that community. And I believe it was the missing element in Ohm Forks that NFTs can provide. And I do believe over this year, as DeFi dies, and many of your traditional Ethereum DeFi players start turning to NFTs and specifically NFTFi, as we like to call it, I think Swamped Out here can become one of the biggest memes, not just of the year, but of all time, as this maligned mashup that was misunderstood, accused of being something it wasn't, loved by a large percentage of this NFT market who was very eager to ape it when it debuted, left for dead with one of the smartest, most dedicated creators I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. I just think this thing has absolute monster potential. And before the coin actually was before you had the ability to actually claim it, it was sitting at about $14. So people were, quote, this was just Semper basically adding to the LP, really, right? And then the moment it went public, people started hitting it and cashing out, and it quickly fell to about 70 cents. Well, I doubled my position there. And even at $1.50 and $1.80 and $2 throughout the last day, I've been adding. And if it falls back down to $1.80, I'll do the same thing. I believe in this. For the cliche, often spouted reason that we hear over and over again, and we're kind of sick of hearing is community. I think this own fork is going to work because of the community built around it. And I think eventually the entire NFT community at large is going to see this phenomena and then start chasing the FOMO that they see. And I do think these things are going to get to a thousand bucks this year. And then the underlying collection creature toads will flip creatures on that meme alone. Yeah, I, I just I want to go back to that conversation that we had with Semper. And I'm not, you know, saying this for any other reason, you know, other than I was so impressed with him and I'd never spoken to him before um, of how much he gets it. You know, it started from this like picture here that I have up. He just made a, a mashup just as as um something fun to do, right? And and you know, people 
uh, kind of gravitated towards it, said it was great. You should make a project of it. He did it. It was one of the first NFT mashups uh, between two projects that I, you know, we could think of. I think uh, Currency Punks, which was uh, maybe a little bit before, but it wasn't overly great. Um, and you know, it, it took on such a life of his own. And this guy has the, you know, the wherewithal to not only create this project, but to build that community around it. And it still exists, despite the fact, as you said, it went to a 0.00 floor. But now, uh, you know, he's got such a passion for that community that he literally said, like, I'm trying to to build something that's going to change some people's lives here. And I know we've heard that from 888 or whatever, which was a little more... Um, <laughs> grandiose but uh but yeah i mean this he's just kept working he's never put his head down he never let a 0.0 floor get him down and uh and here we are and uh, i mean his ambition is is incredible and i think he's got the intelligence to uh to pull it off too uh, i don't know about a thousand i haven't looked into it this much i mean the math checks out it absolutely could uh but uh but yeah i i, I claimed some i have some it's not a huge, you know, portion for me. It wasn't enough that I was like, I need to sell this right now. I'm just going to let it sit in my MetaMask and see what happens. Actually, I'll probably end up staking them. But uh, I, I mean, yeah, why not? I, you know, if you're going to bet on teams, this guy's good. And, and if you don't believe me, go check out the interview or go into their community and talk to him. He's more than willing to do it. And just so everyone has perspective, this is sitting at about a million dollar market cap right now. A 200x from here would be 200 million dollars. This is a this is a punt in the world of DeFi and the world of meme coins with the ability to get to 1 billion, 10 billion and 30 billion dollars. I'm not predicting that for flies, but 200 million dollars if this catches a good meme cycle seems completely doable. To me. Yeah. Um, I got somebody asking about the beings news. I, I don't I don't really know about this. I know that it minted the public or pre-sale yesterday, or that was the goal. Um, I, I'm pulling it up real quick, but I'm also seeing people in the chat saying that they were just on a spaces and it was an absolute disaster. I don't like I, I don't really have any context about this, but uh, if you guys can, you know, fill me in on it, maybe it's something we can do a recap of tomorrow if uh, if it if kind of warrants it. But it looks like there's lots of volume on it, so I don't know if that means good news or bad news. Um, anyways, yesterday, I mean, the topics of the day were cool pets getting delayed a couple times. Um, it, it started off as, you know, just, just hold off for a second. Um, and then it turned into, um, you know, it's going to be later tonight. And then it turned into, uh, the cool, pe uh, cool cats owners can now, uh, mint these and they're going to have a 24 hour advance rather than the one hour that they initially had. And if I, uh, if all goes to plan, I suppose the Cool Pets Mint is now going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern today. So a little bit of a delay. I, I know there was some issues with the contract that they were deploying. They were trying to fix some stuff in regards to OpenSea's bugs to prevent that from happening to their uh, their holders as well. But um, but yeah, here we are. So we made some price predictions. You said that it, you gave me an over underline of five ETH yesterday, and I I think I slammed the over button. But I think the dynamic of this has kind of taken some wind out of its sails slightly. I still think it's an incredible project. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think a lot of these cool pets owners aren't uh, aren't apt to be selling these or dumping these super fast, uh, especially because they minted them for free. And even though these were all for free, they're still at almost three ETH floor. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna see how that goes down today. And um, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, do you think that this is going to affect their launch dynamics? Do you think it's better? Uh, do you think it's uh, like a bit of a tarnish on their brand or, you know, I, it's hard to fault somebody for trying to correct some mistakes at the last second. No, I think the team's doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Does it take a little air out of the bubble? Sure. Because this was already, you know, gearing up to be a little bit of a, it, you know, not overhyped, right? But when something becomes a foregone conclusion, we know that often the opposite happens. So this was one of those things where everything was an absolute foregone conclusion. And then the, the delay may have just taken a little bit of air out of the balloon. Yesterday, when they first started appearing on OpenSea, the first sale was at 3.6. And I think at one point, uh, the floor got up to four and there was some bizarre sale for like 4.4, maybe by somebody that didn't know what they were doing. Um, but it quickly fell back down and it's been between 2.5 and three, which is, I think, where everybody expected them to be. So if you're on that allow list, it still looks like free money. But I will caution you. I expect a large percentage of the people on that allow list to try to dump and take that money because of the price action they saw. So we always talk about adjusting to reality as it happens. And now that reality has happened and the dynamics of their launch have changed, I do believe that the people sitting on pre-sale and watching who may have been compelled to either hold or play if these had rallied to five ETH or above will actually be compelled to now quickly try to get the profit before in their mind, it goes even lower. I, th I think what you said earlier when they first announced that it was going to be a 0.5 ETH mint was, uh, it is going to play in pretty big here too. Um, you've got a bunch of people that, you know, won a raffle, uh, to try and get in on this, especially because, you know, you don't want to play the secondary market on it, but 0.5 ETH is a great price to mint these because it's cool cats and everything cool cats is amazing uh, or has been amazing, but there's definitely going to be a decent swath of people that probably had to try and free up some liquidity or maybe are overextending themselves a little bit to get this. Um, and if that is the case, they're probably looking down the barrel of a 2.53 ETH floor and just ready to pull the trigger, honestly, because you know, if you can flip, two and a half ETH profit in a day and all of a sudden you've 5X or 10X your actual liquidity if you're you know, um, you you're paying it back uh, elsewhere, it's probably the smart play for you. Um, so I, I think that there's going to be a lot of initial downward pressure, but uh, I, I do think that the, the, the avid Cool Cats owners or those that have been kind of priced out of a Cool Cats but want to partake in the game or the ecosystem of Cool Cats uh, are going to be more than happy to start snatching these up. And I think it's going to be a short-lived, uh, I don't want to call it dump, but like, you know, some, some serious listing pressure. And uh, I think it'll go back up. It will be a dump. And I don't think, and I think it's a gift for anybody who didn't get whitelist or didn't uh, have the ability to mint one of these things because they owned a cool cat. I know tons of whales who have been salivating at this, but certainly mm -hmm. didn't know how much profit would be left in that 1900 public sale gas war that is, that is apt to go down once these things go live. 
And now I would expect the allow list to give a lot of whales who have been sitting on the sidelines an opportunity to get into this thing cheap. I I know I have been ruining the fact that I can only mint one, but if these things fall under two here on the dump, I'll certainly be picking up another. Oh, so yeah, de- definitely. Yeah. I'm, I, and I, I will have- leave... I have Sorry. a price target in mind. Um, if it hits uh, below a certain point, I'll pull the trigger on buying one off the secondary just to have some exposure. Um, I'm not buying it yet, though. Because here's the strategy, R2. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not a cool cats diehard. Like, I love the cool cats. But to me, the strategy here would be you leave one like a Clonex vial in that egg and you play the other one. So uh, Uncle Freeze strategy, if these do dip, like we predict, and I can get two, would be to leave one in its egg and ideally sell that in a year or two for some absorbent premium or, uh, a- excuse me, and turn one into a water, uh, a water creature. So one of the things you're going to have the option of doing with your pet is deciding whether it's going to be earth, wind, fire, or water. And this being- You can decide the- that or is it pop yes. out of the egg like that? No, you get to pick the items that turn your pet into okay. what you want it to be. Oh, I see. Interact with Cool Pet to help determine the trait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I believe this year is the year of the water tiger in lunar calendar tradition. And I will be turning the one pet that I take out of my egg into a uh, into a water pet. And if I only do get one egg and that floor does not dump, I'll probably be opening it. Opening it, I'll only be keeping one egg unopened if, uh, yeah, if if it doesn't dump. I mean, if it does dump and I'm able to get two. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, the the long term prospects of it uh, are 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 great. You know, we've seen the success that Board Apes has had um, with the Board Ape Kennel Club, and then the, the the mutant apes, right? And the it does seem like a natural progression. Obviously, the cool pets are uh, a game added on, on top of it. I think it's really on brand. Um, I think there's like some kind of like simplified Pokemon elements of this, like you said, with the the element traits and, you know, there's uh, some token generation. Cool pets are going to earn milk or go on quests to earn milk on Polygon. Um, milk token on ETH is going to be generated by cool cats. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming that this, uh, this team is going to have some really great ways to can you using that milk token to great success. Um so I mean, if you're if you're looking at token plays and, and thinking about them, I mean the ape token and the milk token are are going to be uh, great ones to to look at down the road. And I think that uh, it's going to be fun to watch this again. Like I, you know, I'm I'm excited about raid party, which we're going to talk about next. And I, I think I'm going to put my energy into playing that game. And it's kind of hard to manage, you know, a couple games all at once and you do the show and and you know in Alphaman doing some other stuff too. So I'm going to kind of pick my battles here, and I think raid party is the one. I'm going to go with in terms of actually playing, but like I said, um, if the uh, the eggs start to to drop down below a certain price after the uh, allow list starts to mint, mm-hmm. I think I'd probably scoop one up and just hold it. And I want someone, I want everyone to understand something about the cool cat community. Okay, these are not these are not Wall Street Kongs. These are not kaiju's. These are not anonymized. Okay, these are happy young, good-looking people whose first NFT was this 0.02 to 0.06 mint and are right now sitting on gigantic, gigantic bags, okay? These are not 
sophisticated game theorists approaching this game the same way alpha discords approached ether orcs. So I, I just want people to understand that there is not go. I don't think the, I, I think that the, the price action in pets and especially in milk. Okay. And milk is the underlying utility token that, that cats will earn a minimum of 1000 of per day. I just don't think you're going to see necessarily the typical utility token cycles or uh, game cycles that you see in other games as the majority of these players are not, um, are not necessarily the max min type of game players that we're used to in um, very high performance alpha discords. That's not knocking it. That's almost saying maybe it's the better game to play. So we'll see. I just pulled up this video to try and have it up on screen while we were talking about it. And I just realized it was a town hall meeting and it was just a static image of them with them talking over it. So, oops, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. I was um, on a cool cat spaces yesterday for, um, for about 30 minutes, listening to a lot of prominent cool cats discuss the game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it not, you know, like you said, it's pro probably not the most deep game you're ever going to experience, but at the same time, it doesn't need to be a lot of like the most simple, like look at fucking Tetris, right? People still play Tetris. It's simple. Blocks go down, right. stack them up, match them up. Good to go. Um, so yeah, this we is going to be fun, fun to watch not, go down tonight. Not light coin. We love the cats. Light coin. What? LTC. I always thought we love the cats was wrapped like coin WLT. Oh, love the cats. Oh yeah. WTLTC. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I was trying to put that mm -hmm. acronym together. A um, couple other things went down lives of Asuna uh, finally got their collection off the ground and it is doing well trying to find the tab here. Uh, I know people with OCD are going to be killing me for the amount of tabs I have up here, but it is necessity. Uh, last time I checked 2.5 ETH floor pre-reveal 11,000. Uh, wow. 2.8 now in 400 ETH traded in just in that brief time since I've refreshed, but yeah, almost 12,000 in volume trading on lives of Asuna. Uh, and this meta is, uh, is getting out of, uh, I, I don't want to say getting out of hand. That's not the right word to use, but um, maybe starting to feel a little toppy. I don't know. Possibly a little I, toppy. Well, you know, I, I lost this raffle. So of course I'm going to come in here and FUD. No, I'm just kidding. I just think that a, the, this is a very similar meta right now. There's, there's many projects that are basically the same as Lice of Asuna. They have a very high floor going into reveal. Typically, I would say these are going to tank after reveal, but we are in a very, very different type of market right now. So it's up to you whether you want to hold through reveal. If this is the waifu for you, I understand. <laughs> Chess and Tetris is how I teach traders how to scalp. I am very curious as to how that is. Freemark, you want to take a stab at that one? Chess and Tetris is how I teach traders to, your to scalp. Yes, this is this actually does. I mean, yes, I, I totally get that. <laughs> I don't I, I he, you have to understand to your flipper is much smarter and better at me than those things. So we would have to have him on to explain it. But yes, the math. You know, chess and Tetris are math. Like, that's really what it is when you break it down. There's a proper mathematical move for each uh, situation you're in. So, 
I uh, I love playing chess. I suck at it, but I love playing it. Do you ever play it? I have played it. I don't play it often. I know how to play. Gotcha. Yes, I know the little horsey moves in the L. <laughs> Correct. Is that how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's let's go down to uh, actually. Let's really t- quickly touch on Kakodi, uh, a project that we did an interview with and have been you know working with, but uh, they did their mint a little bit slow. Uh, slow going at first, but it got across the finish line late last night and is uh, looking pretty good. I mean, honestly, we were really impressed with the artwork and there is actually some uh, gameplay footage out there that I think kind of kind of did the rounds and maybe pushed it over the edge. Um, but it is looking really good. Uh, I thought I had the OpenSea page listings showing up, but it minted at point zero three for the uh, pre-sale list and then 0.05 for the public sale. And like I said, I think it was probably about, what, 12 hours before the ball really started to get going. And when I went to bed, I checked on it. About 600 minted, and I woke up uh, with a, lots of congratulatory messages for the team. So that was great to see. Uh, you ended up minting a couple of them? Yeah, I minted a bunch myself. Um, I loved the art which is what made me gravitate towards it. And the fact that they, I haven't been able to play the game yet. I know it's very close to being. So, you know, seeing the game demos, seeing the art, and nobody was talking about this project. It felt like it flew under the radar. Um, And we got to do the interview with them. And again, we like talking to teams. We like getting to understand what makes them tick. I decided to mint that day. We saw the slow mint happening, but the whole time, you know, I just had this feeling deep down. It was one of those slow builders. They had sold about six or 700. Um, and then I was in the Kaiju room and somebody dropped the Kokodi link. Yo, check this out. And I started kind of chuckling a bit. Yeah, I told you guys about that earlier in the day, but it was, you know, it was minting a little slow and I told you guys to watch it. And then we were looking and then Gremlin minted a couple. And I was like, oh, oh did he really? I didn't yeah, even Gremp- that. Gremplin minted yeah, some. We were like, huh, that's pretty. And, and even then, like they still weren't moving too fast for the next 15 minutes, but like, all right, another hundred sold another. You're like, oh, this seems to be gearing up a little bit. I went back over to Alphamin to be like, guys, check Moby. I think this thing is heating up. By the time I had done that, 2,600 had sold. And by the time I got back to Kaiju, it was sold out. I mean, what one, you know, once that Moby starts lighting up and all the alpha rooms uh, around the NFT plex start seeing it, it tends to go pretty fast. That's what happened here. And last I checked, they're sitting at about two to three uh, times that pre-sale mint and about 75% over what you paid in the public. The gas on this contract was just maniacally efficient it was Mm. optimized to the ninth i don't even know i say this a lot recently but it felt like a polygon transaction i'll tell you guys we have been looking to ethereum to fix our gas problems but it looks like shit the devs did something because all these contracts i have been seeing recently especially the ones that are careful enough to get it audited have just been knocking it out of the park with optimization. And Kakodi was uh, part of that group. It was really well optimized, really cool art. They got the game demo. I am excited to see what comes next uh, over the days and weeks here. 
Yeah, I mean, I have the game demo up on the screen. It, it looks really good. There is a playable thing um, uh, as well uh, that we'll have to maybe check out with the with the team. I know they want to get on another uh, show or spaces with us, so we'll, we'll talk to them about making that happen and provide maybe a little bit more information. But you know, congrats to Bomo, congrats to Melba, congrats to Big Moody. Um, you know, on a on a job well done, like Free Market said, the uh, the so gas happy was for great. that team. Yeah, yep. yeah, so happy for that team. They're they're uh, very genuinely nice people, and they put a lot of care into this project. I I can mm-hmm. tell you that just from talking to them. Um, and lately, really, they really care. It wasn't you know at no point did they were they ever worried about the price. They wanted to get these NFTs out to people. Um, Good on them. Uh, raid party, uh, probably not. Probably you know the biggest story of the the day, the weekend, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they did migrate their heroes contract over uh, to a new chain. They're covering all the gas fees. If you had to do that, um, there's two separate collections going on here now. There's the heroes and the fighters. My tabs have become a mess, so I'm just going to open up a new one. And uh, and yeah, so the whitelist sale. Allow list sale opened up at, um, it was supposed to be 10 p.m. last night. They were a little bit further behind, but they also formatted in a sense that uh, there was enough of each pack to mint um, for everybody that was on the allow list. So there was no race to be able to mint the more expensive pack or the least expensive pack. Uh, so, you know, I went to bed feeling pretty comfortable. I woke up looking at, you know, a pretty nice little floor here. I minted my, uh, my one hero and my two fighters. And, uh, and here we are. So the heroes now they are the Genesis and the regular heroes are lumped into the same collection. The floor on the standard heroes is two and a half ETH, which is great. That was three this morning. But as we see some more mints go through, you're definitely going to see the flippers take their opportunity. Um, but, you know, there's some encouraging, not encouraging signs as, a, as though I ever had any doubt, but um, it, it really does look like this thing is going to mint out with no problems at all. The secondary has been moving, the floor is holding above. And I think uh, a lot of that FUD and a lot of that question um, is, you know, probably unironically starting to wash away now that people are seeing the the money that they spent uh, uh, going up. Right. And it's funny how that works, but, um, but yeah, I, I minted my pack. Did you, uh, did you end up getting yours? Yes, I did. I stayed up late. I, I couldn't go to sleep until I minted these. I, I've been waiting for this project for a very long time. The art speaks to me, which is funny because I never played any of the really Final Fantasy or um, Maple something, whatever that game was called, uh, stuff that these are inspired by. Yet the art really spoke to me. I get, you know, orcs have really changed me in that sense. This wasn't something that I did when I was younger, but the nostalgia of remembering it and then getting to play it myself has really drawn me in. Raid Party really tickles that for me. I, I was able to mint mine. I am going to actually get more. And we are looking very forward to constructing the Alpha Mint Guild for Raid Party, which is going to be the second horde conceived within the walls of Alpha Mint meant to dominate. I am just so, I'm so excited that I actually get to participate in this one. I watched you motherfuckers play orcs and laugh about how amazing it was and your, you know, your group chats and, you know, horde and blah, 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 screaming Zug, and I'm finally there. I get to do it. Yes. And this is where you say uh, welcome. Welcome me. I've welcome been waiting. 
<laughs> Welcome to the Alpha Mint Guild. We can't wait to have you in there. We will be starting a private room soon for everybody who has bought Raid Party. Uh, we are going to go in there. We're going to start discussing game theory, figuring out our best strategy. So if you are part of that, uh, we will see you in the AM Guild. And a shout out to Zark and shout out to Hassan and shout out to the whole raid party team on one of the most successful raises and launches in NFT history. And we are really, really, really pumped to start playing. Um, what did you all bid on raid party? I missed it. Uh, well, the winning bid was over five ETH. Well, I, I should say the thousandth place bid was over five ETH. I ended up going up to just over three ETH, uh, and then gracefully bowed out from there. But, uh, I wasn't too upset about it. I mean, if the, if people want to decide that that is, uh, the case that, you know, and the market prices it that way, then, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, I bid at point eight. Yeah, uh, Rip saying he bid point eight five, thinking he was safe. I actually had the uh, price target between point seven and one ETH for the thousandth place bid, and uh, it just started going on an absolute tear. So you know, it's um, it is what it is. The market decided. I mean, I, I'm also not salty that I can't buy a board ape. I'm salty that I passed on it at point three, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, again, like we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of discussion about uh, strategy, talk about it, and I think free market. Now we're talking about, you know, diving a little deeper into the white paper and uh, and you know, really kind of figuring this thing out and relaying some information to you guys too. And I will remind everybody that if you did bid anything in those auctions, you are re- be going to be entered in a raffle. Oh yes, get, yes. Okay, to get a free fighter or a free hero from two separate raffles that they are going to be running. And that is if you bid any amount in there. If you bid over 1.49 ETH, then you are going to receive a free fighter airdropped to your wallet as well. So look out for that if you bid anything or if you bid over 1.5. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I have my hero and a couple fighters, but I do think that uh, I'm I'm going to look at maybe buying a couple of fighters off the floor or something, depending. I don't know. I, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to this, though. And I think, again, like that, you know, to transfer over the success that orcs had um because it really brought communities together to kind of game theory and play you know this having that built-in mechanic i think is going to be very exciting and i think it's going to make it very uh very sticky so so rips we are we are going to really dive in and and do a deep dive on the white paper and we're actually going to also interview the team so Whether it's worth it to get a hero or fighter to play right now, let us really dig deep and then we'll tell you how we think the best way to enter the game is right now. Obviously, if you had unlimited money, sure, go buy all the things and hop into the game. If you do not, let us examine it as closely as possible and figure out what the best entry is to, to maximize returns or to maximize your fun of playing. Yeah, I mean, what, the entrance point in Kaiju would have been what probably about six weeks after launch. Like, if you were really looking for like best efficiency of your dollar value, they uh, for, the for a drop. Kaiju King. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I, not I, Kaiju. Um, 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 orcs. 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 Yeah. Right. So uh, they went down what point four at one point. Yeah, the lowest they were was point four. I think it was in November. Yes, during that kind of rough bear mm-hmm. market, right? Yes. 
Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, Zark actually does tune into the show from time to time. Not sure if he's listening right now, but if you are, what up, Zark? Congratulations. Uh, but looking, looking forward to this uh, for a long time, but especially now that it is We've on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, let's do some some Q&A type deal. We'll uh, we'll start looking at some projects from the chat. I see uh, Bape NFT. Is that the... Um, uh, oh God, there was a collection that was wearing the Bape hoodie. And then, you know, somebody mentioned that it was actually a partnership. Uh, season, season three, if you want to let us know um, what you're asking about there, that'd be great. Uh, Jonatello asking, can we still get a fighter if we didn't get a hero? And can we be in the AM guild? Uh, I believe you could buy a fighter without a hero. I'm not, again, not totally sure what the dynamics would be. Um, I would argue if you just bought the fighter, you'd probably have to be in a guild to play effectively. So I would say yes to that. But again, let us dive deep. And yeah, you can go buy fighters alone right now on the secondary if you wanted to. And the AM guild, I, I'm going to probably go out on a limb and say it'll be for the Moon Lounge pass holder. Yes. So if you yes. uh, if you have that, then sure, uh, you can. And you can, you can buy that uh, on the secondary market there. Um, Bape is making their own NFT. Yeah, I, I okay. I'll look it up because I saw that there was um, some speculation. There was uh, a, like a side profile um, a project where some of them were wearing the Bape hoodies, and then everyone was like, "Oh, they're gonna get taken down!" Like with the you know copyright and, and brand infringement. And then they're like, "No, no, it's actually a partnership." I didn't know if that's what you meant, so I'm gonna have to look into it in a second. Um, but if they're making their own separate one, that's pretty cool too. Bape's a pretty big brand. Um, what else we got here? Oh, I forgot to do the restream link for the uh, the Moon Loungers to jump up here. Give me one moment and uh, I will put that in the AM show chat on Discord. Boom. There you go. Anybody that wants to hop in. Um, oh, Baptiverse. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of it, man. There's so much going on in this space. I'm just trying to keep up. So I will write it down on my list and, uh, and maybe it'll be something we can talk about soon. Baptiverse. Interesting. Cool. Eternal Elves. Yeah. Actually, Free Market, do you want to provide a little bit of a color on this while I uh, go check on something real quick? Did you, oh, did you mint this or I know Maz interviewed them on Spaces. Maybe you don't have enough color to kind of solo it. Yeah. Maz interviewed them on Spaces and I don't know enough about the game except that once I finally saw that pixel art, I was quite compelled. I said, wow, this is actually really good art. Um, I know that they have been working hard on this game for a while and they've consulted with the Orcs team. So I think that with all that in place, it certainly has a shot. I know they got a little ahead of themselves yesterday and last time I had looked, we're starting to pull back a bit, but I think it comes down to this gameplay. Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be cool? Does it work with other games? Uh, we're going to see if that is the case. I just think I have been so focused on Ether Orcs and now Raid Party. I may not have had time for another game in my life, especially with cool pets now bearing down on us. But I have to say the pixel art and the the uh, the game play that I had at least seen the previews on the website were very, very impressive. Yeah, Icon saying it's uh, OX Husky who made the initial GUI for uh, Oryx, which is actually pretty impressive because that was uh, a great user interface for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, dope. What's going on with orcs these days? Are we uh, are we getting to the point where uh, did ogres come out? Is that now a thing? Ogres are out. I have my first ogre. Okay, here's where you're so, rolling solo for a second. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So ogres give you the advantage of building training dummies. Okay, so training dummies allow your orcs or other allies to level up immediately four levels. Normally, it takes uh, three levels per day is the rate at which your orc can advance if you put him in training. You're always left with a decision. You either leave your orc or your ally training, crafting, or um, or farming, okay? Now, your allies can only craft or train, and your orcs can only... Um, your or- Excuse me. Uh, my brain isn't working right now. But your orcs can only train or... Uh, or farm Zug, right? So these are the decisions you're normally left with. Now, before this next phase started, most people were farming Zug so that they could raid. But the raid dynamics were changed on this most recent uh, phase, which is Ogres. And now the most desirable pools to raid require a very high level orc. So some players had taken the hints that the orc team had given that leveling was going to play a very, very important role coming up in the game. If you had started leveling your orc, some of them may be close enough now to be able to target these very high-end raid pools. The two are the Leviathan and the Lava Monster. Now, the Leviathan is the best bang if you're trying to acquire Bone Shards. Bone Shards allow you to mint more of these allies. The cheapest ally is 1.5 ETH. So if you can acquire these Bone Shards in an economical manner, you're doing very well there. The other high-end raid pool is the Lava Monster. Now, you can raid this Lava Monster, and the Bone Shard rewards are about half of what they are at the Leviathan. But you actually need a higher level to raid the Lava Monster. And why is that? Because at the Lava Monster, you can collect Lava Rocks. If you are lucky enough to bring back a superb outcome and acquire three of these lava rocks, you get a very, very rare skin for, I don't know if it applies to all of them. It may just be for your ogre or it may just be for your, or I don't exactly know how it works, but we know there are certain rarities within the games like albino or like orc god that give a very large premium. Albinos sit at about a four to five ETH premium, all other things considered equal, and orc gods sit at a very large premium, all other things considered equal. There will be six of these lava skins available for orcs to pillage on these raids, and this is the decision you're left with. Do you go for max minting? right now or you do or do you devote your zug towards this lava rock type of thing now okay so i i just want to shout out icon who pointed out to me that only ogres can get this lava rock skin so there was a example of the picture of the lava rock skin which looked very cool i don't have it or the ability to pull it up but 
what I was getting to was the, this is your decision at this point in the game. Do you go max minting for allies, which would be targeting the Leviathan, where you can get the most bone shards, or do you go and target the lava monster and try to get the very rare skin for your ogre? Personally, I'm going to try to target the lava skin as I think that I am owed a very rare orc here by the universe (laughs) and I while it is a small chance I'm going to get it because as Animal explained to me last night I am poor I can't afford to buy Zug and I don't have a very large horde of orcs like all the other whales out there so there's practically no chance to get it as we know in business and Animal are min-max players trying to extract as much profit out of the game as possible. So they're taking their stuff and they are selling it on the open market. And if they are going to play the game, they're going to then buy it back later with this ETH that they are selling it for now, which, again, works well if you don't spend the ETH on other NFTs in the meantime, which I have a really hard problem doing. So it's much better for me to just go the conservative route where I can't spend my Zug on other NFTs while I wait for uh, my Lava Rock. So that's the phase we're in. You basically have two decisions if you're deep in this game right now. That would be max minting or going for one of these rare skins. Of course, in the end, you could always just be a humble farmer and sell all your stuff to other players and extract your value that way. I, uh, I'm so sad that I missed out on, on all of this because it sounds like so much fun. And um, mm-hmm. it sounds uh, like so robust, right? Like they continue to just add these layers onto this game and just continue to make it incredible. And if, you know, Eternal Elves, uh, which uh, seems to have some crossover in like conceptualization uh, or like something like Raid Party can capture any of this. I mean, I think they're they're going to be successful too because I think people like myself are are craving that next iteration of like real innovative on-chain gaming. And I say real you know, knocking the uh, the other ones that we've talked about from time to time. Uh, so that's very exciting. I wanted to just take a, a, a second to just uh, go over Alphamint, uh, the town hall we're having tonight for all of the my uh, Alphamint Moon Lounge homies. Um, 5 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. That was yes. me getting excited. <laughs> you want me to put the techno back on? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Illidan asked if it was uh, coming up soon. No, it's at 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing a town hall for about an hour, uh, hosted by yours truly. We're going to be up there. We're going to be talking about some uh, some things we've got going on for Moon Loungers. Uh, you know, kind of the the look forward and where we're going, uh, what what we're planning on doing, um, and then uh, yeah, we want to open it up and, and be a forum for you guys to come and, and talk about what how you're feeling about Alpha Mint and uh, you know at least propose some some changes or adjustments that you think we can make and uh you know we can decide these things as a community um and you know I, i'm not using community in the corny sense alpha mint is a fucking amazing community and we want to make sure that uh, everyone is having a great time uh having fun learning and um you know as well as uh profiting on the uh the jpegs or at least trying to that's my motto so uh, I think it's going to be a great time. I hope everyone is there. Uh, it will be in Discord. We will record it and have it as a closed link for uh, Moon Lounge members to to catch up on if you do miss it. And uh, I, I have no doubt we'll be writing a recap of it as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing you, you uh, beautiful DGens all there. It's going to be great. And we are going to try and do these regularly as well. We'll talk about that in the town hall. So please, please, please come. 
and uh, and have a conversation with us. So, yes, it's on the Discord stage. I yeah. Oh yeah, this is delayed. Sorry, I forgot. You got a little icon. You forgot raid party. You said Ether Arcs, Eternal Elves, and Defenders of Dogewood. I know raid party is your favorite. <laughs> you forgot to list it there. Uh, Cambo saying, imagine saying any of these sentences to yourself five years ago. I'm assuming that's about uh, the on-chain gaming. Have you heard of Cool Monkeys? Yes. Oh, have I heard of Cool Monkeys? Um, I have heard of it. I have uh, not bought any or into it. Have you seen Cool Monkeys uh, free market? It was around. I've seen them around. Yeah, I don't know much about them. I think they uh, did pretty well. I actually did take the time to pull up uh, Baptiverse as uh, as was requested. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I guess there's not actually that much information there, other than um, Bape, which is Bathing Ape, is uh, is coming into NFTs, and they released kind of a teaser trailer. Uh, pull that up on, I guess, on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, I guess, is. Uh, becoming quite a platform for for nfts and getting people into it maybe they're starting to just accept the fate and uh and buy in but i checked here thirty-one thousand followers on there and they only have the one post so pretty incredible but uh i actually did notice one thing too is uh, justin bieber posted about his board ape uh yesterday with some lyrics from the the song lonely and i gotta say i was pretty surprised at the positive reaction to it there were a couple of people like ah oh, man this is the last straw with you i'm fucking out but for the most part people were like oh cool like you know what i mean like they were maybe the sentiment shifting a little bit or did you know, i maybe call it's- it though Maybe it's Bieber's fandom. Um, I mean, I, for some people, this guy can do no wrong. Uh, yeah, I he's mean, sad. He's sad. He, he's tortured inside. Oh, it, yes. Remember, I told you, I gave you this whole long uh, spiel yesterday. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we were saying. Like, why did he pay 500 ETH for this? Because he wanted that one. It spoke to him, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you were you were spot on for sure. Oh, Biebs. He actually. Uh, has a house not too not too too far from me if i'm being honest hmm. with you oh yeah he's canadian i forgot he is canadian lots of mm-hmm. uh lots of top music artists are uh canadian right now also wow. top bill murray's most of the bill murray's i know are canadian most of the bill murray's do you know more that are no no, no. i actually forgot bill murray Indian. you know what this week is um the first week of february groundhog day is it? Is it? I don't. I don't. Oh no! Was that earlier? I, I have no idea. You. Re- I need to do research Someone on this said, stuff. What is Groundhog Someone's, Day? No. So you don't know what Groundhog? Yeah, Day I, is? I know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, someone said it was Groundhog Day this week, and I just realized it's either really Groundhog Day or they were just using the expression like everything seems the same. So I realize now that I said it, I may be wrong. Don't. D- not financial advice. It may not be Groundhog Day. Don't bet on that if if there's a line on that at your local casino. NFA. Well, Look that's it up the betting first. line. Is it or is it not Groundhog Day? <laughs> like this is a very that. simple casino. This isn't one of those high-end Vegas casinos you go to. Well, <laughs> it sounds relaxed. like they're going bust real quick. I hope the odds are shit on that. For sure. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. So I, oh, cool monkeys. Somebody asked about too. I'm going to try and, uh, dig that up real quick. You know what? They were that you cool. Know what? We know about them. No, no, no. They're on a 0.8 floor. They're definitely cool to somebody. Um, I gotta say, 
it really is, uh, it really does speak volumes about OpenSea that it is easier to find official OpenSea collections on Google than it is to actually just use their own native search bar. Um, but uh, yeah, Cool Monkeys, this is the project that I thought it was. I, I don't actually have a lot of context on it other than like, I guess there's a snot booger coming out of this guy's nose. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the art is is pretty good. It's uh, traded 6,000 ETH in volume and sitting at a 0.8 floor. So if you got in on that as a flip, congratulations. Um, if you want to provide a little bit more context about you know why you are or aren't bullish on this project, uh, by all means, shoot a message. And, uh, and provide some context there, but it looks like it minted about two weeks ago. Um, I can't believe that that's already been two weeks. Uh, it's crazy. Actually, there's a couple projects that I looked at and I was like, fuck, fuck me, that was 20 days ago? Crazy. Um, like um, Lemon Friends, like that was almost up, two months ago. Bring up the Kaiju I just sent you in the DMs on your, on your magic internet machine. Slid into the DMs with the kaiju. Okay, mm. um, let's let's pull it up. This is a kaiju. Yes, I see it. Fucking thing. He's got the the sushi uh, headband thing, and he's high. Uh, whoever got this, I want your kaiju. This is a Genesis one. That was it. That was the analysis. Yep. I that was it. That, that, that was the how, breakdown. That was the breakdown. Look at how dope this kaiju is. He's blazed. He makes sushi. This is a this is an awesome kaiju. Kaiju I mean, appreciation hour. Um, I, I mean, it's cool. It's not. I. I, I oh have my god! Come on! I, I, come on! Get! I don't know. There's some winning. dope kaiju's on. Kaiju's there. to thirty ETH. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Babies you to ten. I don't I've make never fun. I've I've never once spotted the kaiju's. No, you haven't. I didn't say you did, but you're not participating in my kaiju appreciation day. <laughs> did you see this kaiju? Oh my god, this is like the, there oh, we go. God, Look at what it. A oh. Grail. Oh, oh, it is a good. You know? Did you just buy now this that kaiju? Is this your uh, you dog wallet? You just list, listed it for something. <laughs> Oh, this pretty it up. I'm about here. to oh my god! Yeah. yeah, wouldn't it be crazy <laughs> right. if this sold for ten ETH? That would still it be is a grail. You're right. Now that you mention it, you know the floor on the. I kaiju. actually really I love your kaiju. Those glasses in that hoodie are fucking. You know what the floor on these are? No, a healthy nine ETH right now. If you right. moved at uh, seven and eight the other day, and uh, we're up to nine on this trait. That that Tokyo night background, tis a rare. Do you know what I paid for this in December? Uh, no. 1.6 ETH. And do oh, you know you bought that one? I thought that was. I bought this one. The one I minted is my plain boy. I love him, but he was a plain boy, and I always wanted like uh, fiber glasses with a background. So when it I was, saw this that, guy, was really my only gripe about this project was that some of the plain ones like kind of meshed in together. But they do. I mean, they're great. I, honestly, I almost like the floor babies better. The babies are so good, and people always ask me which one they should buy right now, and you know that baby gets you in the kaiju alpha room so yes. it, i i love the babies i think that the art i mean look at that one with the wizard hat it's so good with the green and the red and the wizard hat i love these oh and the orange hoodies too one of the most desirable traits in the collection but yeah i can't ooh these things enough and these are gonna <laughs> rock it you know what we didn't even mention that happened yesterday What's that? it was moon moon monday baby 
Woo! Moon Monday. How did we not even get there? That's how busy this this schedule has been and how packed it's been. Moon Monday. Congratulations to the uh, 10 pretty star wolves that have just ascended. Um, Shout out to to Charlie. Finally getting his uh, hexagon profile picture of the wolf that he has been (laughs) rocking forever. Um, But patience is a virtue, isn't it? Patiently waiting. And uh, I saw some maniac undercut the floor by 20 ETH. I don't know Mm. what they were thinking, but we will find you. And we have a very particular set of skills. No, no, don't. I'm just. Hey, yeah, I know you. We love you. I I actually know who it is. Big Cloud. Hey, look, if uh, if if that was if that's money that uh, would make a difference in your life or whatever, like uh, kudos to you. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't uh, don't begrudge anyone for doing what they need to do in this space. But yeah, we um, we got a bunch of these out. I got to remember how to find recently created. So the last 10 that we had up here, um, Mm. this uh, good looking. Look at that. The uh, neon ears. Oh, baby. The neon ears. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Uh, honestly, this Charlie like just recently made this glitch one, and I was like, this is so good. You don't see a lot of glitch in pixel art. That's dope. But uh, yeah, we're super excited for people to get their hands on this. And, uh, you know, if you're in the, the Star Wolves Discord, there's a little bit of a... Um, teaser on on uh, what's going down next moon monday and i think it's gonna mm-hmm. be a big one dun, gonna dun, i'm gonna get mine i'm finally gonna get mine finally gonna get mine Woo! i'm very uh very excited i you shall extend so I, I can't get the hexagon profile picture and i know that you're about to unfollow me but i will accept my fate i'm giving everyone a certain amount i understand that many people have to now ditch their android phones which takes a little bit of time and i i will give everyone a little more time than i first said if you still have a circle in your uh twitter profile i will continue to follow you a little longer but you know apple store isn't closed it's open pandemic and all it's waiting for you Mm. yeah you know what i've been tempted i i have been but uh, I know in my heart of hearts, I'm probably going to end up getting another uh, another Android Galaxy. It's hard, right? Like you, you get all these apps, you integrate all these systems, you use the widgets and yada, yada, yada. I didn't know if like, it was the I, same way on Android, if it's sticky. Yeah, it is. It is. There's, you know, you spend money on these apps. They don't cross over. Well, I guess some, fragmented some accounts and messy. probably. Who do you call if there's something wrong with your with your phone? This might uh, this might come as a shock to you, but I've never actually had a problem with my phone. <laughs> mm. Mm. Just putting it out there. Mm. Um, if people could see, I'm squinting like Larry David right now. Mm. Uh, mm. Well, I don't doubt that people have had mm. problems with their phone. I just personally have not. Um, Josh, keep rugging yourself, or are you just logging in and out to try and get our attention? I'm here, guys. I'm here. That doesn't sound like you, Josh. Oh, hey guys, sorry. Yeah, I'm having there some audio are. issues. Let me uh, switch over to something else. Uh, I'll move over to my uh, laptop real quick. Be right back. Did you see that kaiju? Oh, he left. No. Uh, note twenty for the win. Actually, yeah, Kyle. I, I have been considering getting a note. It's like the very large version of my phone, and now that I don't need to carry it around everywhere, um, might uh, might look into that. Mm. Good. I'm due. I'm due for a new phone in about a month, and I'm greatly looking forward to it. iPhone 13 Pro Max. 
Yeah. Do you do you buy? Do you just get a new iPhone every time one comes out? Yeah. Well, because like, you're on the thing. You just have to hand it in every year, and they give you a new one for free. It's just a subscription oh, service. Up. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you pay. You, you. I don't know what it is. Forty dollars a month or something like that, and then. Every September, I just give them my old one, and they give me a new one. I pay like ninety dollars to change it over. All right. And I, uh, the Apple is getting forty dollars a month from me for the rest of my life. I've already it's already been decided, and the the deal it's it's like Netflix. This is all this everything's moving to a subscription model, right? Why would you outright buy a phone, a depreciating asset, when you can just sign up for this rental? and get a new one every september i'm not well, saying I, mean, I was gonna say that my phone company typically gives them to me for free but yes um I mean, it, yeah. you pay for it in those the, in the subs- uh, can, right, canadian no, canadian fucking cell phone contracts are literally the worst like they there's three cell phone companies they have a monopoly they all sit in the same goddamn room with their expensive cigars and their you know twenty thousand dollar bottle of scotch and they say how the fuck can we fuck over these people more like this it is, is the one insane. thing all canadians agree on oh it is yeah for sure like rogers you know, isn't that one of them rogers bell and um Telus, yes. Um, I'm, I, I, well, actually, I'm not on their internet, so I was going to say I'm probably just going to get cut off right now from watching. <laughs> but um, it's it, it's a it's a goddamn racket. You know, we have anti-monopoly ideas in place, but there it, it doesn't exist. There's no. They have such a huge moat. Nobody can compete with them, and it's a it's a joke. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Never ask Rogers for help. I will actually save vintage extras. Um, Rogers has actually been pretty good to me, but I do consider them the lesser of three evils, but I'm sure most people feel the same way about all of them, so you just kind of got to deal with it. It's shit. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, Jim. Jim, guys. It's so funny. I have the same persistent audio issue. I join and your guy's voice is like at like 0.25x speed so really deep and slow and it's always it's always fun when i first sign in but i have to switch over that's just me at the end of the show getting drunk throughout it and i just started (laughs) that's that's the natural progression of uh the ultimate morning show yeah yeah Mm. why not no i actually do drink coffee i save the beer for later Coffee's the way. Coffee's the way. I'm drinking some delicious coffee. Right Josh, now. you coming to the coming to the town hall? Um, yeah, I think so. What time is it again? I five Eastern. Yeah, five Eastern. Okay, so yeah, yeah, two. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably pop on, listen, listen in a little bit, see what's up. Been loving watching the um all of the uh, the passes sell out so quickly, and been telling a few folks about it too that are looking for good alpha groups. And I see nothing but good things, bro. Man, man, it's been so cool to watch. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a been a ride. Honestly, like one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life to uh, to come and be a part of this. We love the heart. Yeah. Oh, so um, love the show today. Lots of Thank cool you. stuff happening in minting and, and cool pets is gonna be wild. I, I do hope it dips just purely for selfish reasons. <laughs> um, I, I, I personally, I think it will. I think it will. I don't know how low. I don't think it's gonna be low, low. But uh, yeah, yeah. For it to get low enough that I could that I could have an entry point, uh, it would have to go pretty low. So <laughs> we'll see. Oh man. Um, yeah, I, I guess the one I, I always the question I always have kind of every show, and this might be a cool segment, is the kind of like the pre-sale 
wait list, what's coming up that people have a chance of getting into or still could work towards getting in on? Um, this is something I'm struggling with right now. Like there's all these great things coming, but the boat has kind of, the boat's kind of sailed off already for the opportunities to get allow listed on a lot of this stuff. So just wondering if you guys have anything you're looking at, anything you're excited about. And yeah. All right. I, th- I think that uh, I know what free market might say here, but I would, uh, I would just star catchers. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah. start rattling them off right here. Okay. The ones that I am looking forward to most whose allow lists are still open would be number one for me, of course, star catchers as R2 has said, there is another waifu esque project called Ririsu. That is becoming very popular right now. That is still whitelisting. There is Wonder Pals and Tasty Bones, both difficult. Uh, Tasty Bones, yeah. Yep, both difficult, still whitelisting. Ethereal, difficult, but it's actually very early there. Maybe a little easier than the rest. Clementine's Nightmare. And everything I'm listing right now, I will drop the Discord links uh, in the latest drops area of the general so that anybody who's listening uh, can have access to them. Um, Star Wolves, of course, where Mm -hmm. there are still allow list spots that are open. And right now, I think going to... And then enjoy yours which the mint is coming up soon but they are still sneaking pit now this is a treasure ecosystem magic play do we so, have more context on that we mint don't yet we're actually going to get we're actually going to get traveler on the show uh really really soon now since we're getting close to mint to come on and talk about not just enjoyers but the entire uh treasure ecosystem there is pixel verse okay I, they are they are giving away whitelists in a lot of raffles right now. So around different um, groups that you may be in, keep an eye out on Twitter. This is Sappy Seals' next project. Oh God, yeah, that yep, that I believe uh, they are still. And then finally, I will say Chain Scouts, which is a, again a private Discord, a P two E. I love the art. They're, they're very hype, yet there's only 3,000 people in the Discord because it's private. Turn notifications on their Twitter and try to get in that one. All of these projects have open whitelists. I will put them there, and I am very excited about all these ones I just mentioned. Love it. Um, so one other, I think, a follow-up I feel like I always wish I'd asked with these types of questions is... There's, I feel like there's, we've got two kind of categories of whitelist projects out there. Ones that are doing giveaways, which are like, they'll do a raffle. Your odds of getting in are pretty slim because you've got, you know, 50,000 people all going after, you know, 20 spots at a time. But then you also have these smaller projects. Maybe they don't have a huge Discord yet. Maybe they don't have a huge community yet necessarily. There's still a chance to get in through means other than just randomly winning a raffle. Anything in that latter category you can think of off the top of your head? Because I think, at least for me and a lot of the Alchemist folks, that's the stuff we can kind of thrive in since we know the space, we can do cool shit, we can, you know, get noticed, come up with a great meme, whatever, and have a chance of getting in that way. Well, I know it's a closed Discord, but Star Catchers, they accept yeah. fan art for sure. Um, and I know this one is intimidating and seems like you're just screaming into the ether, but also Invisible Friends does reward community members who are making community art 
or contributing to the community in some way. It is the same with Wonder Pals as well. Those are the three that jump to the top of my head who are awarding um, spots, not just in a random manner, but also for people who are both contributing uh, derivatives and fan art and who are helping out within their communities. I know it's, it's cliche and time consuming, but being a very helpful member in the general of some of these discords where you know, people hop in and ask new questions uh, and ask the same question over and over again all day, right? But if you can take some of the load off the mods and admins and answer that question, those questions, and you do that for a few days, you start to get noticed. I mean, I could tell you specifically in the Star Catchers discords, I know people who were star listed based just on that action. So, and this is going to be a shameless plug here, but I actually think it's also real alpha because you're seeing now the rise of the alpha group, right? More and more, these allow list spots that were normally going out in engage, you know, out for e either engagement or contributions or things like that are actually being allocated to different alpha groups and different NFT communities. And that's because these projects know that's where the customers are. That's where the people who are likely to buy this and buy it enthusiastically are. So it's it's a way that not only do you create an initial customer base and people talking about your product, but you reward your colleagues and your friends and the exact same people who, you know, if this is WGMI. That's the whole point. So that is also my biggest tip to people is get into an alpha group. And whether that means buying the NFT of a project that gets you in that alpha room or buying the alpha mint pass, it's only going to become more pronounced going forward that this is where the majority of allow list spots go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I see that trend starting to pick up too. It seems like far, far more allow list spots going out um, to all of the different alpha groups or to other active communities out there. Yeah, I mean, as the as the ecosystem starts to widen out and flatten out, and people kind of like stake their their claim, and within these alpha groups and whatnot, you're gonna you're definitely gonna see a lot of those get passed around, right? Especially, um, you know, one of the theses that free market has, and I completely agree with it, is that you know, 10k projects are gonna seem small eventually. Um, you're, you know, we're going to see 20, 50k projects. You're going to see a 100k project eventually. Uh, that means that there's going to be a lot of allow spots to give away, and it's going to scale up with the size of um, the NFT community as a whole. Uh, and you're going to see big distributions of them, not only going just to the general public, but to these these alpha and uh, alpha communities or. Um, other NFT communities that are, are known for really uh, getting behind projects they think are quality and uh, helping them get past the finish line and participating, right? Yeah. A, love it. a Clonex just sold one minute ago for 450 ETH. Wow. That's got to be the biggest one ever, right? That is. That is a record. What a market. 450 ETH for a Clonex. Incredible. Um, 20K just, collection, guys. 20K I'm just seeing, collection. Um, Rug Radio is hitting a floor of 1.2 ETH. Uh, the scarce two floor is at 1.8 ETH. And uh, this is this is wild. It's uh it has just gone absolutely crazy. Let me pull up Clonex real quick here for you, and let's take a look at what just sold here. Uh, I also just brought Cass up on on stage uh, with us. So GM Cass.
Shout out to Tropics. Welcome to the show. Taking off the the Discord. Yeah, now my phone's going off. Hi guys, can you hear me? How you doing? Hey, Jim. Jim, how are you? Doing good, cast doing good. I'm stoked we're finally up on stage at the same time. Do you know what? Now all we have to do is just get rid of um, R2D and then free market, and then we can call it. We're taking the rest of the day off. Take it away, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just leave you up there. Tropics. <laughs> Tropics is in the the the, the uh in the, in the house too. No, I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Um. No, it, it was weird. Were you not in Star Wars last night? What's that? I was in there briefly. I did not actually catch the raffle. I, I was off. Yeah, I missed it too. Sadly, I didn't, I didn't even know there was a raffle. No, it was it was more the the track of the intermission. Mm-hmm. That was just so. Oh my god! It kind of hit a chord. <laughs> Like I had to rewind it three times and go, oh my god, this is oh like- the promo video that he put out. Yeah, the track, mm. the track on yeah. it was like wow. And then it kind of made me think. I don't know. I, you know, once when you once when you smoke a little bit, you you kind of um you cast you kind of start thinking about things, isn't it? And um, I don't know. It kind of brought me back to like the first time and. <laughs> how everything was when you know back in november i love you you know that you said it you said the thing this is the thing in it like it's all but then this is the thing it's always been it's always been like this you know and you know from from a side note i am very proud of you guys how I mean, even today when we when when we saw the the graphics, like you weren't doing that shit fucking three months ago, like, but you've done so well with it, and you're doing really good, and you should, both of you should be proud of yourselves, man. Your talks. Thank you, sir. We we are putting a lot into the production value of the show. We care about it. It's the most fun our two and I have during our day, and we appreciate you recognizing. Aww. Yeah, I, honestly, Cass, I, I always appreciate the uh, the kind words. I mean, you know, Free Market and I um, do you know do things that we love. We talk about things that we love, and it's a it's as it turns out a very rewarding way to um, to live your life, including you know listening to uh, to you guys come up here and, and shoot the shit with us too. Um, and it does mean a lot. And it's you know we do this uh it, it, it i don't want to say it's hard to talk about stuff uh every day for for two hours because there's so much going on and there's lots of content um but i do i will say it makes it very easy to uh to get up in the morning start preparing for the show um and uh and and doing that and then you know even doing this the whole, all the star wolf stuff on top of it and alpha Mint, like it's all it's all so fun and rewarding um that it doesn't i i don't i I feel like i haven't worked in three months and if you ask my wife she'll say i haven't (laughs) i think that's everyone's wife any any wife that's a part of nfts they're saying the same thing so don't worry no it's okay i say that completely tongue-in-cheek i I mean she's uh you know she's happy too you know i well hey i mean for anybody that's worked in the restaurant industry for any amount of time is you're you're never fucking around especially if your counterpart is not in that industry right Mm -hmm. um 
it's it's uh you know if you love it it's great and i loved it for a long time and uh but no i'm I'm happy i'm happy that i'm here so are you a chef um not like classically trained or anything but i did work in and run um kitchens for for quite some time i have you know experience in designing and executing menus and stuff like that and you know i've opened restaurants um you know as the as the the general manager and stuff as well so yeah i've been through it all sick um one question i was going to ask and and uh, ask josh as well his thoughts and opinions as well on it um you know the town hall thing uh yeah the alpha in town hall yep yep um just just i might be completely wrong in saying this but it feels like every single nft has got a town hall whenever i go into so it's like uh, yeah, like Lemons has got a town hall, Chibi Apes has got a town hall, um, Cool Cats have got a town hall. And because we're so unique and different and fucking shit hot, couldn't we really turn around and maybe a different name for it? Just um, you can suggest it at the town hall. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for me, it would be the weed hot. What do you want to do? Cocktail hour with Cobain and uh, the Alphaman crew? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, hot, hot boxing with the team. <laughs> hot boxing with the boys. Hey, that's the one. I think we got it. The hot box. <laughs> the hot box. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I guess the town hall is that that one that one word that kind of lets everyone know what it's about, right? I guess it's a uh, self-explanatory. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. The town hall is maybe getting a little bit so overused. State of the alpha. Murakami five drips. In other words, they have five <clears throat> Murakami traits. That floor is now over a thousand ETH after this latest 450 ETH buy. I also wanted to shout out and say happy birthday to Takashi Murakami. It is his birthday today, and he sold a $1.2 million piece of art on his birthday. So congratulations to you, sir. You I wonder what kind of cut he gets of the royalties on that. No, I'm sure not, not like that it's any of my business, but no, no, no. Oh, I'm sure it's quite the deal that he has with so. Artifact. I bet he gets a real juicy portion of those royalties. And boy, does that collection make some royalties? Yeah. What yeah. is this collection actually at? I know the vials were at 10%. Is this five? Seven and a half. I thought it was five. It was five plus the 2.5. Yeah. With, so seven uh, and a half see. total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's check. Let's check. I think you're right. I think you're right. I hey, what what is that in ETH? What is that in dollar terms? It's got to be about one point two five mil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quick math. Jonatello, we talked about it earlier in the show. I did claim my flies. I doubled down. I added three more times, and anytime it's under three bucks, I'm going to keep adding when I have extra ETH to throw at it. Bullish is an understatement. Five percent is their royalties. Yeah, that's awesome. Five thousand ETH they've made on the secondary with this. Crazy. Ella, I'm glad you asked. Yes, we've given away many Alpha Min passes uh, on both spaces and here on this show, and I've given one away on the Morning Squeeze in the Lemon Spaces. So it does happen from time to time. We have nothing announced yet, but please do stay tuned, Ella, because yes, it does happen. Can I ask, does any of you guys know, apart from the whole board A uh, interview, why Rug Radio is still pumping? Um, I, to- yeah, oh, go sorry, go ahead, Eric. 
No, I was just going to say. tokenomics I, coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some bonuses for, uh, I think, stacking um, a bunch of them. I, I don't, I'm not really totally clear on it. I unfortunately uh, sold mine. Oops. But um, if I had to guess at the core of it, it's, it, it is a bet on Farouk and um, his ability to kind of leverage his personality, his following. And. Um, you know, what I would say is his long-term track record of success as, you know, some form of influencer on Instagram, Twitter, now NFTs, all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would probably just say that, um, if there's a handful of people that will continue to be mainstays in this space, uh, long-term, he would probably end up being one of a few if I, if, if I got that right, I, I don't know. Free market, what do you think? Being one of a few? What now? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I zoned out for a second. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, bet. like, it, you know, on uh, the bet on Rug Radio would be that, you know, Farouk is probably um, probably destined for a bit of a longer track record in, of success in NFTs. Oh, no, so that's the fundamentals. Just, yeah, the yeah. fundamental and intrinsic value here is Farouk is very good at what he does and is going to build a decentralized media empire. This most recent pump has to do with the specific tokenomics so that I'm not 100% um privy to there's a very large initial airdrop and then after that each one earns uh, a very similar amount of tokens i think the the commons earn five and the rares earn seven but if you stack a certain number before the big airdrop then it will uh then uh, there's a big benefit to it so that's why you're seeing this short-term fundamentals i believe in as far as um, it's 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 I was wondering too about the um, the rugs themselves versus the, the membership token because the membership token has not pumped as much as the that Genesis rug that they well everyone. The membership token was how you minted the the rugs, right? Um, and I I don't know I I know that they've hinted that they they'll play some form of role in the ecosystem, but I don't think it's the primary one. So I don't think that that's why you're seeing it follow. Uh, I bet you'll see Um, if there's some membership tokens that haven't um, been claimed yet. I don't know if you can claim them anymore, actually, but uh, no, there was a cap on that, wasn't there? I think there was. I think there was, but I'm not 100% sure. Yes, that's right. That's right. I do remember that go down. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, those those rug radio passes are great. He has uh, regular giveaways in the in that rug radio Discord. I mean, I think there's a lot going for these things, so I'm very bullish on. Them. Well, another thing which really kind of you know to stand yourself apart as a media company within the NFT space to be mm-hmm. able to pull. Um, an interview with the devs of or the founders of Board Ape Yacht Club. I thought that was that was impressive as a first interview, so to say, with And that was probably an interview that he had no problem getting. Exactly. He probably knew them like, oh I'm just gonna oh, do an right. interview with you, dude. Yeah, no problem, fam. Like, we'll do that. So yeah, and and I think it was the shock of that. It wasn't even like he had to work hard for it. We just put it out there as if like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I mean, hey, eventually, eventually, just stuff comes to you, right? Like that's um, kind of the name of the game. So, um, 
All right, gentlemen, how how are we feeling? Free market, you uh, want to touch on anything else before we start to wrap this up? Oh, Cass, I actually, was there anything else that you wanted to say? I apologize. Can we go as a walk? No, no, you <laughs> I know you mentioned like the, the Star Wars and the show and all of that stuff. I just didn't know if there was, um, I didn't know if I was cutting you off before you. Did you have any other questions for us this morning, Cass? Or are you good? No, I think I'm good. I think I need to go see my DR and follow, follow FMC's route for the GM time, really. Although it's not GM in the UK, but it is GM because I live on Eastern time now. So yeah. Boom. It's always GM in the metaverse. It is always uh-huh. GM. Why isn't that line catching on? I keep saying I it in spaces and I expect like all the hundreds to go up in there and then the people start tweeting it and chanting it. And then everyone's like, okay. And then they just move on. I'm like, is this line less brilliant than I thought it was? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. You're ahead of your time, maybe. I I was. I was. Well, let's Good just let morning, you take future. credit for GM. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you can you. have People it. don't even know. It. I won't even tell. Every NFT influencer you've ever known was on that fucking thing. They all saw it. They were there. So anyways, uh, Josh, Cass, thank you so much for coming up. I'm going to uh, start winding down the show, but you guys have a great day, all right? So anyways. You guys too. Happy to be here, Cass. Love being on stage with you, man. You bring great, great energy to this call every day. You guys have a good one. Love, Josh. You're the same dude, man, and everyone. And just happy, go lucky, and let's get high. Yeah, we're just going to let them go for it. I'll just leave the stream up and uh, they can just hang out for a while. Um, yeah. So anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap this up free market? Nope. That's pretty much it. I think that, yeah, that's a, that was a good one. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on and there's going to be more to talk about throughout the week as we watch cool pets and raid party go down. Um, we talked a lot about, um, Oh God, I got to pull this up again. We talked about, if you missed it earlier in the show, we talked about uh, the crypto prices, board apes, where that's going. Um, God, Kanye West not doing an NFT talked about clone X versus Azuki, maybe race into 20 ETH floor uh star catchers we did an interview with them last night it was amazing boss beauties is mooning uh cool pets raid party gossip girls killing it kakodi minted out um tons and tons and tons of stuff so this is all going to be recorded uh for your viewing pleasure if you missed anything on youtube and spotify of course um yeah if you're in alpha mint and you're a moon lounger make sure you come to the discord stage at 5 p.m today we are going to be talking about alpha mint in our town hall it's going to be very exciting and uh yeah free market why don't you uh why don't you take us out of here good luck at the tables dgens <laughs> <laughs>